What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fortress of Comicude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm McCord. Oh, yeah, I'm Kylie. We are here this week to do a review of this movie called Shazam. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I thought it was Shazam. Shazam? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it's Shazam. We're, we're, review- we're, we're, we're reviewing right? uh, 1999's Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody legitimately, uh, someone that like knows nothing about comics, the other day when I was telling them we were going to go see this movie, like, yeah, Shazam. I was like, Isn't, didn't they make one of those already with Shaq? And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. No. I got <laughs> asked that question last really? night. Yeah, legitimately oh. last night. I guess if you're not in it, yeah. maybe you would. I don't know. I guess. I feel like I knew that phrase way you know, before I Kazam, knew that character. Kazam, Shazam, though. same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, Shazam! Like, I feel like that. Like, I knew that, like, declaration before right. I knew what it was. Doesn't he go, Kazam! In, in the other movie? No, because that's the I've never name. seen it. The genius so. name is Kazam. But Does, I feel but like the, we have a good candidate I, I, for, was it that terrible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, was it that terrible? <laughs> is that a Kazam. new spin-off? I think, the, yeah. I think the kid has to say Kazam to summon the genie out of the oh. box. It's and he says long. it like that, right? Because there's no question Probably. whether or not it was that bad. It yeah. wasn't that terrible. I know. Was gotcha. Steel, right? Gotcha. Yes, he was. Okay. I never saw that. That's one we'll have to do on Was It That Bad for sure. Steel. But we'd have um, to play Shaq Fu on the Super Nintendo. Shaq Fu was awesome. <laughs> I, know, uh, I know that was one of the jokes in the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie when uh, Tom McGuire is trying to summon the webs for the oh, first time. Oh, she goes, Shazam. Yeah, he's yeah. like, go web, go web, go. Up, up, and away web. Shazam. I, I like the one where it just goes into frame and it goes. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you see his hand come in? He's like, <laughs> he's like, up, up, and away web. Fly. <laughs> We're not talking about that movie, though. We're talking about Shazam, which came out this week. And uh, so McCord and Kylie have been waiting for two weeks to be able to talk Yay. about this movie on this podcast because they got to go to a screener a couple weeks back. Mary and I are finally up to speed and can speak, I wouldn't say intelligently, but we can speak about this movie. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> um, so, before we get into it, I guess we all liked it, agreed, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know loved you guys did. Okay. Loved it, loved mm-hmm. it. You did um, not? No, I was just I oh, wanted okay. to make sure that we oh, were okay, all... Yeah. Um, it's a top five superhero movie for me now. Oh, total. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's probably my top ten. I don't know if I put it up in the top yeah. five. Oh, I, I told I Mary I last night, I think... I think Deadpool one, movies. I think Deadpool one aside, I think this might be like the most like legitimately funny superhero movie I've maybe seen, other than the first Deadpool. Like it, th- this movie is legitimately humorous. Like oh, yeah. it's very funny. Yeah, but not at the wrong times like Thor Ragnarok was. Exactly. Yeah, and it, it's very yeah. natural too. Like the humor in this movie is very organic. It's right. very natural. Um, I like that. I don't know. I remember laughing all the way through Thor. I never once felt, oh, that that was out of place. I, I yeah, it was it. Well, I, I was fun. laughing all the way through Thor, too. And I laughed when the Warriors 3 died. And I laughed when the city was destroyed. And I, <laughs> oh, I wasn't laughing at that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were making jokes about it. It's okay I, if we destroy the whole race as long as we play a Led Zeppelin song while we do it. Because okay. then you don't feel nearly as bad. They paid lots of money for that. They, they probably did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, well, and that, and that's what I mean. Like, I felt that Thor Ragnarok was like eating a giant pixie stick. Mm-hmm. Where at the time you're like, "This is amazing," and afterward you're like, "I'm not sure I want to do that again." Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen it lots and lots um, of times. But this one has enough juxtaposition where I mean, there's legitimately like scary, mm-hmm. like uncomfortably scary scenes. It has um, 
uh, and then dealing with the whole uh, the foster care system and okay. it has a it has a lot of heart it has it, a lot it, of was, depth that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah. a lot of heart yeah the jokes in thor ragnarok are like a plate of brownies like you're not turning them down as they're coming but after you've eaten them all you're like that was too many yep <laughs> like, like once, right. once it right. sits with you for a while like I could have stopped about four. <laughs> if I haven't peed in my chair, it hasn't been oh. enough. <laughs> I've heard some people say best DC movie. I'm not gonna yes. go that far. I think so. Um, I think I it, think it's uh, close to Wonder Woman. But I think movie for movie, if you're putting them head to head, Shazam is more solid than Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman's got the criticism of that third act not being as solid. But I also don't feel Shazam hits the highs. Oh, the third that Wonder act Woman. Of Shazam was awesome. <laughs> no, <So> agree, <laughs> agree. Billy, but it doesn't hit the highs of Wonder Woman. I don't think even cultural significance aside, I don't think it, its peaks aren't as high as Wonder Woman's. But it also doesn't mm-hmm. hit Wonder Woman's floor either. So it, it's close. It's close for me. I think I would watch Shazam more than I would watch Wonder Woman, which is why I put it above it. Re- I mean, this movie has rewatchability like crazy. I feel yeah. like, oh, yeah. for sure, because it's just a fun movie. It's, it's a I don't want to call it a no-brainer movie because that makes it sound like there's not a lot of depth to it, but it's a movie you don't have to think a ton about. Well, mm-hmm. it, and it's one of the first movies in a long time that I've walked out of the theater and immediately thought, man, I can't wait to see that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see it again. Because I don't typically watch movies multiple times just because there's so many things to watch now. Yeah. Like, I just don't Same. have time to go back. There's not enough time to watch everything once, let alone go back to things right. you've already seen. Yeah, but this was one where I legitimately, I I can't wait to the uh, for the opportunity where I'm able to see it again. You can see it again for about nine ninety five, <laughs> <laughs> or five dollars on Tuesday. Five dollars yeah. Tuesday, yep. baby. Um, let's see. There was something else. Oh yeah. Uh, so you guys had brought up. I just felt like this was worth mentioning because you guys had mentioned it previously that uh, this isn't a movie you felt was super suitable for kids or at least kids of a certain age i felt that there were certain um, parts that I, might be a little much for little yeah, kids i'm certainly not in any position to tell anybody how to raise their kids or what to show their kids or anything like that so i don't i'm not gonna you know come in here and say this is fine or this is not fine for anybody that's up to you and it's up to the age of your kids me personally there wasn't anything that i felt was like whoa like even I know we'll get there when we go start going through the movie, but like the boardroom scene, it, it was more implied violence than actual violence, and I, I think the sins are scary. That's more right. what I'd be worried about. Yeah, is yeah, like, the like monsters, kids being the sins, kind yeah. of. Fr- but uh, but uh, not necessarily like anything they did imagery wise. Where I, I know, felt like it was dude out the window. It was death. But you don't <laughs> see him. But you don't see him hit the ground. You don't. There's no blood or anything. You know what I'm saying? It's it's implied. It's like. Here's this. Put the rest right. of it together in your but head. I, but I was thinking more along the scary lines, and also at least for my kids, like if they watched a mom abandon their baby boy, like my six year old would be devastated. They've seen that. Baby's Day Out because <laughs> that is a great movie. <laughs> Not exactly the same thing. Um, and like I told Mary last night, I feel like there's scarier things even in like a Harry Potter movie or something. You know what I mean? Like Dementors and stuff. I mean, I feel this like is why I don't watch Harry Potter. <laughs> but I'm it's saying like that, if, if you. Watch Watch Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. You're going to see creatures and stuff in those movies that are probably up to par with these. I don't feel like they were. I don't know. Like I say, it depends on the age of your kids. I think and what I, you think they can handle. I think kids, for for me personally, I think kids seven, eight or so or older, I'd be fine showing this to them. You know, that, yeah, eight or that's nine me. probably. My daughter's six. You like know, if she had a couple more years on her, maybe. So I, I do think I, I got a really good family tone from this movie that I feel like this is a fun for the whole family kind of movie for me. 
Um, that I think that's one of its strongest selling points, honestly, is like this is a fun movie that the kids can like. The jokes are funny to the adults, too. What kid doesn't want to imagine they can say a magic word and be a superhero? Like everybody can identify with this movie what in some adult. way. I'm not I'm <laughs> yeah. not saying kids wouldn't like it. I'm just saying there were some if if I was a father, there mm-hmm. were some parts in there that I would question taking a, a small child. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, even I mean, even my wife during some of the scenes with the sins leaned over and said, I don't like this. Like even (laughs) like my wife was legitimately uncomfortable. I do think the sins were terrifying. I'll I'll give them that. They were supposed to be nightmare fuel. That that was something. But like when we did when Mary and I did our review of Venom, that was like my biggest critique for Venom was that like the biggest problem with this movie is I don't know who it's for. Because there's parts of it where Venom's making poop jokes. I'm like, five-year-olds would find that hilarious. But then there's other parts where, like, Venom bites people's heads off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, and then poops them out. Like, this, this movie doesn't go anywhere near that. Like, that was my problem with Venom because I'm like, I don't know who this is for. Because there's some stuff that are, like, pretty haunt. Like, they push that PG-13 as far as it can go in parts of Venom. But then there's other parts where it's very childish and very immature. Mm-hmm. So it's like that was the biggest critique for that movie for me. This one I don't feel is anywhere close to that. Where it's like, no, I, I think this is pretty much fine for everybody. Maybe minus a couple things. So I don't know. I, I just felt like that was worth bringing up because it was something that you guys put your two cents into. So I just figured I'd give mine. So we're gonna obviously major spoiler warnings if we haven't already went over that. We're gonna go into a full. <laughs> if we didn't review. already spoil yeah. a lot of things for you. <laughs> We're going to go into full detail of this movie from beginning to end, give you all of our thoughts, our critiques, any of our praises, whatever. At the end of it, we're going to give you a score on a scale of 1 to 10 if we'd recommend the movie or not. So if you haven't seen the movie, um, obviously just come back and check with us later, man. Go see the movie, then then uh, come back and, and we can all remember it together. It's like we're in your car. <laughs> we're in your earbuds right now. We're all just sharing this experience together. Listening so, to our sultry voices. <laughs> I wish I had a cool radio voice. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, man, I wish I had a sultry voice. Like those, <laughs> those cool dudes like 103.4. You know, like, uh, uh, or like the, like the movie trailer guy. There. Yeah. Like uh, like the honest trailers. Yeah. Like big, voice, big voiceover guy. Yeah. All right. One well, let's man. get into Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. Shazam. All right. Interesting that this is uh, Warner Brothers partnered with New Line Cinema to make this movie, which is kind of interesting because usually... Warner Brothers, when it comes to the DC properties, likes to keep all that stuff pretty in-house. But uh, they made a right decision for once. And, and, and maybe that's the difference maker. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who directed this movie, to tell you the truth. Uh, he's a horror director. I'll pull that up right now. Well, that explains the sins. Yeah. Um, so the, the movie the movie opens up in the 70s with a young David doctor. David S. Sandberg. Okay. The yeah, movie typically known opens for up with movies. a young Dr. Savannah in the 1970s in the back of his car. John Glover plays his Dr. Savannah's father, which, which is I love. awesome. He's such a good actor, man. He doesn't have a whole lot to do in this movie, but he he definitely kills it in the couple scenes he's in. Um, Dr. Savannah has, I don't remember his first name, so even though he's a young child, I'm just going to call him Dr. Savannah. Uh, he has like a magic eight ball. And basically, you could tell he doesn't fit in with his family. His brother's pretty rude to him. The dad even automatically kind of doesn't give a shit about him very much. And, you know, next thing you know, they're gone. He's in the car by himself. The car speeds up and he is in the uh, fortress where the Rock of Eternity is. The Rock of Eternity. Yeah. Uh, Quick note, he did Annabelle Creation, Lights Out. Is that the new Um, model going forward? Because you go get, you get James Wan to do Aquaman and, you know, whatever your feelings are about Aquaman, it makes a billion dollars. Successful movie. And then you, you get this guy to do Shazam. Like, is that the new model now? Get horror directors to do these movies? I well, I don't think it's necessarily go get horror directors, but Marvel's been doing this forever, where they go out and they get 
the genre, they get the director of the genre that they want to portray. Mm-hmm. Right, which is why Marvel, which was why a lot of Marvel movies feel very different from each other. Which is why everybody was so upset that, over the whole James Gunn thing. Right. So, so yeah, when you get some like super character driven, really weird kind of characters, yeah, you go get James Gunn because that's what James Gunn does. Right. Um, when they got uh, when they did Captain America: The First Avenger, they went out and got the guy the same guy who's done like three other world war ii movies yeah. right including the rocketeer and um, oh the rocketeer yeah yeah it's the <laughs> same same director right because he does world war ii movies you know and you go out and uh you know and marvel's been doing this forever and i think dc finally caught on like oh wait we need to have different genres of superhero movies and yeah. so now they've started to go out and get genre directors as opposed to like the idea of having one director be the overseer of all the movies was clearly a mistake um even if you like Zack snyder and his style to have him be the overlooker of the whole thing was definitely not the way to go um because i mean it's different in like a marvel situation where you have kevin feige that's not necessarily the hands-on per he's movie. the wizard behind the Exa- curtain exactly right. um so dr savannah is in with the in the rock of eternity we see the statues of the sins and everything. It's very, if you listen to last week's episode, Jeff John's Gary Frank Shazam, it's very, you know, looks it, almost identical yeah, to, it's pretty close to, to, the, to the, to the set. Pretty um, close. Uh, we see Shazam. Basically he's not worthy. And because what it is, is like the, the sins he's tested. tempt him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, they try to give him a test and he fails because he goes basically straight for the power. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you can't be trusted. Let's get rid of you. And then next thing, he's right back into his uh, backseat of his car, and he causes a car crash, which came out, of, came out of nowhere, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, like, that actually got me quite a bit, when it's like, oh, they swerve, swerve, swerve for a second, and then they spin out, and it's like, oh. everything's good. And it's like, and you're just waiting he's like, for the dad to ream him out. He's like, yeah, he's like, you could have got us killed, and then boom. <laughs> but it's like, that guy must have just not been paying attention, because they were stopped for a good minute. Like, they yeah. stopped, and they're, like, breathing heavy for a second, and then he, like, starts reaming him out, and then the dude comes and T-bones him. So, like, that guy, like, clearly was either, like, asleep at the wheel, or Not paying drunk attention he, to all the stuff that was just happening in front of or him. Or drinking, yeah, like, like, they didn't, like, pull out in front of this guy and then got hit. Like, they were sitting there, and the dude hit them, so. It not, was snowing, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it was a blizzard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there was snow on the ground. <laughs> uh, I thought the dad was dead. I was, I was like, oh well. Yeah, I thought him. he was dead too. Yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Um, pretty cool scene. The way it's all done, that the car flips in slow motion and stuff for a little bit, and you know, Doctor Spana gets his glasses, and luckily the car lands right side up, which I thought like that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> that was fortuitous. And then the magic eight ball says find us or find something us. like yep, that. Yep, and then it has like the symbol yes. stuff on, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And Shazam. I think we get a title card there. I'm pretty sure. Probably so. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. Possible. Uh that would have been a good place to Billy play. as a young Billy child. Died. Yep. Um so we mentioned this in the in the previous episode. Pre Jeff Johns, Billy Batson was very much a vanilla, oh golly gee whiz, nineteen forties character. Um, he used to say holy moly a lot, which they have him say twice in this movie, which is kind of a cool little homage. It's like his first line in the whole movie. Um, 
Or it's not for it because it's after he gets. It's after he traps the cops and gets back in the cop car. He says, "Holy moly!" But I was like, just to have him say well, it was actually pretty. Well, cool. yeah. Well, I mean, his his whole shtick at the beginning when when the cops show up They're was, dumb was for like a su- for that, super innocent. Yeah, the kind of the gee like, whiz, yeah. Mister, and then yeah. he's like, "Well, see you later." <laughs> he has like that very innocent face, uh-huh. so they believe him. What what cop though? Because he's like, "Oh yeah, they're in there." Yeah, just 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 back in the like. Especially because there was two of them, you think one of them would maybe go and the other one would stay with the. Kid. I don't. I don't know if it's like a ten. If it, well, I guess he's, he was he's what, 15. Like fifteen. It, it says he's fifteen. So I mean, almost fifteen. Almost fifteen. But I mean, yeah. you 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 typically would believe a kid on something like that. That's like, fair. and they're I, don't know, I feel they're, like they're, they're in Philadelphia and they face. wanted to eat lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the messed up part, man. It's not even so much that he traps her; he takes the man. <laughs> <laughs> don't take the man. No, that's my lunch. <laughs> So, um, you know, <laughs> very again, it. close to the Jeff Johns version, he's Love bounced it. around from foster home to foster home. But in this version, he's actually trying to track down his mother through his last name, through every woman he can find with that last name. Um, and he's got like this big list that he's been crossing off and obviously he's had no luck. So he gets he gets onto like the cop's laptop, finds another woman with an address. He goes to her house, says, I think I'm your son. The woman opens the door and is clearly a much darker pigment than him. And that's <laughs> not... Uh, are you sure <laughs> that's so funny he's <laughs> yes, like he's like i think sure? i'm your son and then she opens the door i was like that's pretty classic <laughs> that's pretty good because well, like her response was like great you know too. they're yeah. not going to reveal the sure? mother this really in the movie so you're like what are they going to do yeah. but then when he opens the door you're like all right that's... is it going to be stanley i don't know <laughs> <laughs> hey there <Drew. laughs> are you if sure? it was a marvel movie it would have been the stanley moment uh, i could see that and then the cops pull up and take him back to Yep, Whatever. take him back to the to the social worker. And I yeah. get the feeling they probably wouldn't have cared if he didn't take their lunch. Because I think he even said, shouldn't have taken my lunch, kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well that that was that was kind of the kicker. Like, all right, this kid just needs to be taught a lesson. Like I like I don't think he cared really as much as like, all right, this dude just pissed me off. And so they say he's ran away from like his last five homes or something like that that he's been in. The social worker's basically like, you know, we and he's like, Well, I'm I'm good enough to take care of myself. She's like, Not until you're eighteen, you're not. I'm not gonna have you out on the streets. Um, there's another family that's willing to take you in. Like, please, please try to make it work. Please. Like well, like she's you're running of, out of options. Yeah. And yeah. she's she's and worth noting she does have a hang in there buddy whatever poster in her office, which I feel like is like a obligation of one of those people, <laughs> like the little cat <laughs> from the it's there. It just seemed like somebody was like putting that set together. Like, okay, what do we need? Oh yeah, I gotta have that cat poster in here. Somebody was smart enough to be like, you know what? We need this poster. Go track one down. Somebody who obviously grew up in a system like that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, so we meet the Vasquez family. They're the when best. you graduate, they just give I, you the poster instead I of a diploma. <laughs> <laughs> what if you get like? <laughs> Once you get like hired by the state of some job that's like involved in counseling in some way, they just give you yep. the poster. You know, <laughs> mandatory on the wall. Like if you go to Amazon right now and try to buy it, they like ask for your like state certification. Yeah. Like you can't just buy one. Are you a counselor of any kind? <laughs> I'm afraid we can't. You can't unless you have that. Um, yeah. The the family, the the or at least the the two parents, um, pretty similar to how they are in the book. The dad is a lot more uh, kind of laid back, carefree for the most part. Even when they think Billy's ran away at one point, he's kind of like, hey, you know, Mary ran away twice. We all ran because they grew up in the system, too. Yeah. So it's like, you know, right. hey, we had our chant. We had our things. I love them so much. In that yeah, movie. they're great. Um, the best thing that I think this movie does for for someone that was a fan of the comic is that really gives you more of the kids. Yep. Um, which is which if 
if you're reading the current Shazam series, you know they're doing that there as well, which is a lot of fun. Um, Billy is almost like not even the focus of that book, and it makes it a really great time. So we get to meet, you know, all of the kids. Darla's adorable. Yeah, she's the best. Eugene. She is the intro. Um, I think I said last week, Mary is my favorite (laughs) member of the Shazam family, even other than Billy. I love the the history of that character. (laughs) She's the one one that's been around the longest. And uh, the the creator of Shazam uh, had a daughter named Mary. I think for the movie, for me, it would be Darla. Darla Darla is pretty adorable. well, I like Freddie quite a bit. I like Freddie him, Freeman is. I, great. I like him better in the movie than I do in the so. in the comics. But well, in the comics, they don't really get too much time. Only Freddie gets yeah. a little bit more time, but even then, he still doesn't get that much. Right, but so. I I like rather him them than he being kind of like this, like sneaky kind of underhanded kind of foster kid. He is more of the superhero nerd. The Gotcha. The the expert on all things superheroes. He's got oh, yeah. a battering in his gotcha. He's got a bullet that was fired at Superman. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which got is his what, little certificate. That's the one thing I was really hoping for. Is I was walls. I was hoping there was going to be some connective tissue to the other movies. Yes, this movie very much exists in. Oh, absolutely. He's got the newspaper on his wall that says Superman back from the dead and everything. Like it's, it, and it's Ben Affleck's battering. It's that specific. Right. It, it's very much in that same realm of the of the other DC movies. And he wears an Aquaman good. shirt, which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the 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 creator of Shazam created Mary, named him after named her after his daughter, whose name was also Mary. And he wrote his daughter in that character, and then she ended up being hit by a car at some point and died. Um, so that that's a really important character as far as publication, like our stuff. Outside stuff goes just because it's like, oh, that's a real personal character. And she, and she's just the one that's been around the longest. So, And she's applying for different colleges and stuff in this movie. That's kind of her arc is like, does she... Like, she's been in the system too. And now she's like, do I leave, basically? That's kind of her... Does her she thing. go to Caltech? Yep. Does she, does she leave? Because they're in Philadelphia. Does she move to California to go to college? Um, Billy, we brought up last week in the book. Billy is... He's much more likable even early on here, like in the Jeff Johns book, he really is a shit at the beginning of that book. And throughout the book, he kind of starts to become more likable. Even in the beginning when he's not like the nicest, he's not really a bad kid or anything. He's just more like reserved. Like he's not really mean as it was in the other like one. He was like, like he doesn't yeah. want to get close yeah. to people yeah. because he's so determined to go find his mom and be with his mom. Well, like in the other I think one, that he motivation like, in and of itself gives him a little bit more likability. He's like, oh, yeah. he just wants to find his mom. Yeah. He's, like, he's a much more likable person in this version early on because like in the in the book, he's very much like, hey, I don't care about you or any of you like from the beginning. This one, he's more just kind of like, do your thing. Give me my space is more what it is. Uh, he's giving up basically on his search for his mom because he's went through every name he could find and he throws his little notebook in the garbage can. That's going to come back later. Uh, he's going to bunk with Freddy and they, they have their whole kind of back and forth and Freddy comes on very strong. But uh, <laughs> he's, he's so funny though. <laughs> he is though. And, and this is the part we all saw from the trailer where get he's out. like, you know, he's like, hey, you know, get out while you can. It gets very Game of Thrones around here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Uh, and then he's, uh, what is the joke he says where um, he says like he the dad pushed him out the window and that's why he messed up his leg. Oh, he's like, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. He's like, yeah. I only have five months to live. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very good, very very good. Mary had some questions. She brought up a good point about like what kind of school do they go to? 
Because yeah. they're all in the same school. Elementary school kids and high school kids are all in the same school like, is like, what it looked like. Yeah, because like even Darla goes to the same school that they're all in, but but Freddie and Billy are almost 15. I mean, but, I'm not saying... I. There's probably some schools out there that are like that, but I've never seen that. So I was yeah. like, I don't understand. Kind of threw me off a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they they are out there. And uh, typically those are more private charter schools, mm. not the public school system. So mm-hmm. ones that do have even, you know, K through 12. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I substitute in the public school system. And I talked to a young lady the other day who was in a school from kindergarten to eighth grade. Oh, okay. All like all the way up through and so she she was telling me how she never experienced junior high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um which she lucked out miss of that much. one. Yeah, you didn't miss it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so there're definitely schools it's typically private uh typically private schools. Love that okay. Billy has a tiger on his backpack. That's kind of a fun mm-hmm. little yeah, tawny yeah, tiger. Th- there's a there's a couple of times where yeah. that where the when imagery tiger of the up. tiger mm-hmm. pops up. And we'll actually hit that there too where we get to see what happened was when Billy was 3, he was at either a state fair or a carnival with his mom. And oh. basically the well, yeah, they they get separated. Is at least that's what what we get at this point. Is they get separated. He finds a police officer. They say, "We'll help you find your mom." And then he's been searching for her ever since. Um, as as a parent, and McCord, you can probably speak to this. That like seeing stuff like that terrifies me. Oh, like, like the, yeah. the idea, oh, of, like, it's terrible. The idea of losing like my kid in like a really like public crowded place like that. Like that that feeling of being like, "Hey, hey, where are you?" Like that like scares me to death. Well, yeah. I like I've. I, I've had small glimpses of that, even just like at the grocery store, mm-hmm. you know, where my daughter like runs around the corner and I go to go to get her and she's gone, yeah. you know, uh, things you know, or there was one time I was at a fair and my my nephew got lost. My young nephew got lost. Same thing, like same thing that happened in that movie, mm-hmm. just got lost in the crowd. And I mean, he was lost for a good 20 minutes, yeah. 20, 30 minutes. And it's. It's terrifying. Like, yeah, we can talk about how scary the deadly sins are all we want, but those oh, yeah. scenes of watching that kid get separated from his mom gave me super sure. anxiety super attacks. And if you've never been to a state fair, there's two there's two qualifiers here that if you'll have a good time. Number one, if you have a pair of really good sunglasses, because you're gonna get a lot of dust in your eye. Yeah. And two, it if you're not concerned time. at all about your health. Oh yeah, because dude, you can have some of the, the best food, food the on best. the planet <laughs> as long as you're not concerned about anything that you're gonna eat. Yeah. Make sure you have very low cholesterol going in because you won't going out. <laughs> like the state fair, like they can fry things you never thought were friable, like fried, breaded, anything. Twinkies, that, man. Yeah, like uh, it doesn't really really matter. Jeff, Jeff was saying he ate a fried stick of butter at a fair once. Like, yeah, that's yeah. just. He said it's like, it like a corn dog, <laughs> but it's butter God. inside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and it's one of those things where it's like, ugh, but then it's like, if someone had it, though, I'd probably try it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If someone offered well, it. Well, we're here. It's we'll once a year. We can try, try it. as well. Oh, yeah. God bless the fair. <laughs> America. Um, so, yeah, Freddy's very much into the superhero thing. He, they have this kind of back and forth of like, if you could have any, or he comes up to him and he says, flight or invisibility. He's yeah. like, what? He's like, if you got to choose between one power, would you choose flight or invisibility? And he goes Everyone off on chooses this, flight. And he's kind of a rambler, yeah. He's like, you know, flight because everything is a hero. Talk. Like a, vi- a villain would more choose invisibility because you don't want to be seen. And this and this. Um, so there's that. And Billy's very much, like I say, he's not really rude to Freddy as how he is in the book. It's more just kind of like, okay. Like he kind of humors him a little bit, but it's kind of like, I'm just really not 
interested. Yeah, yeah I love that. Flight. Most people choose flight so they could fly away from this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're you're better with actors' names than I am. The the young boy that plays Billy is very good. Asher. Um, um Asher something. Yeah, I actually worked with him once on uh, Andy Mac. He's on Andy Mac on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I was his Asher Angel. Yeah. And I was actually a, a uh, an ultimate frisbee coach on that show for a team that he was trying out for. So I got to work with him a little bit on just one day. I mean, nothing. He wouldn't know, know me by name, but by any means. But but uh, I was surprised to see him because I didn't see a trailer going in. I was actually oh, so you, you didn't know who played Billy at oh, all. No, oh, yeah, I, you don't I didn't watch see trailers. anything. The only thing I knew is Zachary Levi was in it. That's, that's, yeah. He was on the posters, and right? Everything. Like, there's not really any avoiding. Well, that, that that's why I didn't watch a trailer is because yeah. they said Zachary Levi is going to be in a superhero movie. I said I'm in, so I'm not going to watch a trailer. But yeah, um, I was happy to see him. And I actually, I have seen Annie Mac because I was on an episode. So I've seen that episode. But um, no, but but I was actually legitimately surprised with how well he did in this. Mm. Oh, yeah. Legitimately surprised. It was really very good. He did a good job. So Dr. Savannah now is full grown and is is um, basically pretending to fund this this researcher on like I can't remember how they were. Mass hysteria. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, talking to people's different experiences, other people that have been selected by Shazam but were not worthy to receive the power are basically telling their stories, and they're all the same thing, right? I was in this rock room, statues on the side, wizard told me I wasn't ready. Like, same thing, and the symbols. Um, and Savannah has been consumed by this since he was a boy. Like, you Obsessed. could tell it's like, yeah. Well, yeah, the eight ball told them to find them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, they told him he, this was a kid whose family made him feel powerless from the very beginning. He always felt like he was the weak link. He was never worthy. Yeah. yeah. And and then he shows up to Shazam and he wasn't worthy for that. But th- there's this magical orb out there that told him that they could give him all the power in the world. Yep. Yeah. You'd be obsessed with that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Strong does, a, or Mark Strong. Sorry, Mark Strong. Does, does a very good job as Dr. Savannah. So here. good. He's very always good. good. He is good. Again, and he was good in Green Lantern in a movie that was not good, but he was the best <laughs> part of that movie. So it's good to see him get another chance, get another crack at being a DC villain specifically. I'm surprised he was willing to come back and do it again after it's like, no, man, I yeah. did one of those. Well, he probably read the script and was like, yeah, I'm in on this. Cause, yeah. Because this was. I think the superhero movies can be solid. a make or break thing for some actors, though. If they're in one that bombs, like, nope, I ain't doing those. Yeah. Never mind. Right. You know, but where superhero movies are in now compared to 2011 or it's a little different it, it I think. is very different so they're interviewing this lady and she's talking about her experience and that she had a video and dr savannah wants to he see the video like, and they watch this they watch the video and then they walk off yep yep and uh he starts writing down all these symbols and he's basically like i had it on a door yep and he's like i had it backwards or whatever he had or he had the incorrect symbols in the, wrong, in the wrong order no i think he had no he had them in the right he order just, he, he just didn't just have didn't enough it was seven times yeah it was it was oh, the that's amount what, of times okay, that's that what it was. Was. yeah okay. and it's because it was like flashing on the it was repeating on the, the clock the on the clock, clock. Yeah. on the alarm yeah. clock yeah and I, I mean obviously it's all cg but it's a really cool shot the way they do it where he can open the door and the camera kind of panels around the door frame as he walks in to where it goes around and then you see nothing on the other side like right. it, it, it's a really cool shot the way you don't want to talk about the lady being disintegrated <laughs> yeah <laughs> just he's like i found what i'm looking for Boom. Yep. and she's, he she's just killed she's her. one of many just movie. straight up gotcha. yeah <laughs> it's murder <laughs> If you don't believe that a door superheroes murder people, you need to wake up. Man. A, a door. <laughs> Zack Snyder was like, A door. A door murdered her. A door. Yep. Okay. 
If you don't believe that doors murder people, you need to wake up. You're living in a dream. (laughs) I don't want to touch any more doors. (laughs) You must open all doors for me now. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i get that so savannah goes back to shazam and he's basically like do you remember me and shazam sees him still as the as like the little like he like looks at him and he sees that little boy still he's like oh yeah i remember you no he doesn't see it it's just a flashback is that what it is okay it's him recognizing him okay i i looked at it as like that's the way he saw him still okay I know. No. No. Just, you're wrong. Fine. <laughs> oh, wow. No artistic interpretation. <laughs> the, way, well, no. the way the way I took it is like he's looking for the purest of people. So that was when he was at his purest. He sees him in his most pure form, which is in the form of a child, because that's when his heart was probably. The no, that's the way I saw. <laughs> no. it. I was no, obviously. I doubt I that. guess I was wrong overanalyzing again. this. I movie. think it was just a flash of like, oh, this you know is what, where Mary, I know you're him wrong. From. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong too. I'm not saying that. But um, this time he goes for the ball again and he grabs it this time and it shocks him in the eye and then he looks like fearless leader. Not- <laughs> yeah, kind of. Not as much as he does in the comic, but he looks like fearless leader. Fair enough, right? Yeah. Um, that's gotta hurt, right? I would think so, yeah. <laughs> See? So. What? The thing uh, getting into his eye? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then Shazam, the seven deadly sins yep, break out. Yep, and Shazam's basically like, crap, now I really need like a champion because the sins are loose. Yep. Uh, the kids are leaving school. The Briar bullies aren't as big of a part of the story in this movie as they are in the book, but they're used well enough. Yeah. Um, straight up douchebags, dude. They just pull up on the curb and <laughs> hit right somebody yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> and like, not even to just hit him, but then to come out and be upset at him because he like dented his car. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to buff out. I, I, knew, like, I, knew, I knew bastards like that in school though. It just, it's like, oh, yeah, I know these guys. Over? Yeah. Oh, oh God. My gosh. And, and then be mad at you because you dented their car. I, oh, yeah. I feel like most even for a lot of bullies, crippled kids would be the line. I would hope. <laughs> like, come on, man. Don't it's hit- 2019, man. Come on. <laughs> Equality. Everybody gets hit the same <laughs> children if another if a kid tries to run you over please tell your parents please don't tell anyone just hope that you get selected by a wizard to, <laughs> to, to seek revenge yeah, on them later revenge um that exact that exact revenge. Um, yeah which was awesome yeah so uh first billy turns the other way and starts walking away as they're like kicking the shit out of Freddy. Yeah. And then he, he eventually comes back and smacks the shit well, out of Freddy's him. Freddy's got some crutch. balls. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you know. Well, I mean, and he's he's a quipper. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. he's, and I think that's kind of his way of coping with a lot of shit. He's very quick with a response. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's just his, he's obviously scared, but it's like, what are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah. He's he's in it at that point. Billy comes and yeah, smacks the shit out of him with like Freddy's crutch. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, that dude's played baseball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a swing, man. That was like a Steve Harrington swing. He thing. takes off and they chase him. They chase him down to the subway station. And right as they're about to get into the subway car, the doors close and Billy makes it out just in time. Yep. Sitting on the subway. And then we start seeing the symbols like go the across book. the. Uh, yeah. Uh, except for in the book, like right before he closes, he like punches. He punches him in the face before the doors close. Remember? Oh, yeah. 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 They like nick his nose a little. Yeah. But I mean, it's not once better or worse, just saying. Um, is that how subway cars work? Is like, you can't, like, 
once they're gonna close, they're gonna close. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's so many videos of people like getting their bag stuck outside oh, yeah. or their bike gotcha. halfway through, and it's like I don't know. I've seen some where they do screwed. that thing where it's like on a person and they do that like flap like, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like some dudes like stuck in there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to understand the sign where it says to not lean against the door for a faster ride. I don't understand that sign. I need somebody to explain I it to me. Know. I don't know if you guys can, but I need somebody to explain it to me because I don't get it. Yeah, dudes from Utah explain this to me. Yeah, explain <laughs> how the subway system works. No, before I lived in New York. I lived in New. I lived in New York for a while. Um, uh, I don't know. I never stood that close to the door. Um, I I know that if you do stand too close to the door, saying, I don't know. I couldn't read better. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time with words. Um, I, I do know that uh, I've been in several trains where if you are too close to the door, the train doesn't move at all. Mm, and it okay. says back away from the door. That's okay. Um, you know, there's like this automated announcement. Please stand back from the door. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, yeah. like you, like if you're standing over a certain line um, or if you're leaning up against the door or something like that. To, um, yeah, I've, stop. Yeah, I've been. So I've, I've been to places where... They won't even move the train at all if you're too close to the door. Mm, okay. So I I don't I don't know if there's anything where trains go slower if there's it was just people the closer sign. to the door. I was, just, I was very yeah. confused. Or, or if or if they're meaning that we won't move until you leave. Maybe which that's would, what it is. Until you back away from the door. I don't know. A but. sample of how organic and stuff the humor is. I love when the train arrives at the Rock of Eternity and like he looks and then he looks at the map to like, <laughs> to, like see if it's like, the, like yeah, what like, stop? Like, yeah. like, what stop? Like little <laughs> stuff like that. You don't have to say anything. There's not really a punchline necessarily. Like it's just funny. And <laughs> then he tells Shazam he's like I was supposed to get off it. <laughs> He's like, he's like, hello. Uh, Shazam. It, it's it's hard. I don't want to beat on the actor too much because this is a corny character that's really, really hard to not come off as corny. But I mean, it is really cheesy. The whole thing, like my magic, and so like I, I didn't feel like it worked as good as it could have. But I also don't know what you would have done well, what you could have done better well, he, so okay. i i think it did because they pointed out how ridiculous it was all i know i, I think i think that's why they could justify it mm-hmm. is because when he came out to billy and billy starts laughing at him mm-hmm. and making fun of him for yeah. being so overly ridiculous it, okay. everything is always it doesn't matter how ridiculous something is in the movie if the movie points out how ridiculous it is mm-hmm. it makes it all okay all i know is if i told kids to touch my shaft yeah. and yeah. say my name i'd get arrested that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Especially an old black man living in the subway. <laughs> well, but, Billy, but, but Billy brought oh that gosh. up too. Yeah, right? he's like, "Touch my chef." I mean, what? Ew. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, like say my name, say my name. Yeah, no, they should have came in with some Destiny's Child. Right <laughs> I mean, they they do point out. They're like, yes, we know that this is over the top ridiculous and our own characters are going to make fun of it. They do have a scene very similar to the version in the comic where he's basically like, I'm looking for pure hearted people. And he's like, look, dude, I don't think the people you're looking for exist. Like, Mm. I don't know how long you've been down here. Like, number one, that's not me. And I don't even think that guy exists. Well, and another just humans are basically garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's that's what he's been brought up with his whole life. So, I mean, he's just seen the worst of everybody. Mm -hmm. And he's refused to see the good in people, though, because he doesn't give anybody enough time with him. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he looks at people as all bad and he refuses to give anybody the chance to change his opinion of them because he runs away quickly. Like even the Vasquez family are overwhelmingly kind. 
but he doesn't give them the time of day to even really take any of that in. So. Right. Now, another just interesting piece of trivia is that the wizard, the actor who plays Shazam, is the only person to be in both Captain Marvel movies. Koroth. Because he was Koroth in Captain Marvel, okay. as oh. well as the wizard in Shazam. Oh, I didn't know that. Look at that. Those are two characters that, number one, I probably never would have believed that we'd get to see <laughs> on screen <laughs> That we would even be but, having this conversation. To, to have them both come out within a month of each other is actually pretty incredible. Yeah. Like... That feels like somebody, like, that feels like, I don't know who made the move first. It was probably Marvel first because their stuff, I think, is way more planned out ahead, obviously, in phases. It, it definitely feels like DC being like, they're doing theirs, let's do ours. Like, because that just seems like too big of a coincidence that both of them, like, oh, let's do our Captain Marvel characters at this time. Well, not, not necessarily. I mean, Zeitgeist is a funny thing. Um, you know, in the same year, you get two or three movies that have to do with zoo animals breaking out and going to the wild from completely different companies who don't share their secrets with each other. We had two Hercules movies in the same year. Um, I mean, the Christopher Columbus movies that came out like within like a couple weeks of each other. Yeah. But these are the two major comic book publishing companies that both have a character of the same name. You know what I mean? It's not like Hercules is like a, is like a, public domain thing whatever these are two the two very specific things that had to happen a certain way for this to to go down the way that it did well well i mean even for me right now i i have a a television project at the gersh agency currently um that i've only just given them and like and my friend sent me a link to an imdb page of another show that has the exact same name as mine does mm. and very similar concepts. Okay. You know, I, I mean, and I called my agent up. I'm like, uh, should I be concerned about this? And it's like, no, this, this is a thing that happens. Kylie, the question is, is there big coincidences or are there just coincidences? There's just coincidences. Okay. There's a Seinfeld <laughs> reference. We got one in. Moving on. Um, I know you guys are keeping tally at home. <laughs> Okay, so anyways, Billy accepts the power, turns into, we're, we're not going to call him, we'll just call him Shazam for the sake of the, you know, he, he's old school Captain Marvel, Captain Thunder, Captain whatever you want. Thundercrack. Captain Sparkle <laughs> figures. <laughs> uh, originally, originally in the comics, he was Captain Thunder, then changed to Captain Marvel, then changed to Shazam. So whatever you want to call him, call him. Excuse you, he touches the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> and then says, Shazam? Yeah. Not mm-hmm. not with any like intent or anything. Or conviction. They, or conviction. Yeah, they, they yep. don't go over that here. But also but in, in the film, he never introduces himself as Shazam yeah. either to the And he public. does say it a few times where he and he changes back and right, right. like Freddie's like, Oh so, my god, that, like, that's how this, it works. Oh, that's how you do this. Yeah, in, in the movie version, every time he says it, he will turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like in the book where you have to say it with some kind of a purpose or um, for me, that's a point for the book. Not like a huge thing. It's just like I, I enjoy that they put that in the book. Yeah. I, I like that very much. So I feel like it just makes it a little inconvenient because, yeah, you can't say your name. Like he can't you have call to go himself. With a little sign that says, hello, my name is Shazam. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yes. Yeah, a little name tag. <laughs> and they never do name him in this movie. Like, nope. like, no. like they have many jokes like Red Cyclone, Captain Sparklefield, but they, they never do give him a name in the movie. Yeah. Right? At all. Kind of like in. in Captain Marvel, they never do call her Captain Marvel in the movie. No. Um, it's just interesting. Maybe that's just the way the movies are going now. I don't know. But so anyways, he, he goes back to the uh, to the Vasquez house. This is the sign. Please don't scream. Then he screams because 
The, the sign specifically says don't yeah. scream. <laughs> and they're, and they're, the sign specifically says don't scream. They're worried because Billy hasn't came home yet. And uh, Freddy's like doing dishes or something. Yeah. And he tells me, he tells him like meet, meet me outside or whatever it is. And so they go out there and at first he, it takes him a little bit to convince him. He's like, no, you remember you asked me which fight I'd rather have? Whatever. And he's like, I, I did steal your Superman bullet. I'm sorry. And then he loses it. Oh, yeah, like, but you, did, but you did see it, right? You did see it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of important parts of this movie that make it work. But to have an adult be able to play a, a 15-year-old boy that's pretending to be an adult, like... Zachary Levi is the main engine of this movie. Without him, I don't think this movie works. Right. Yeah. I agree. He um, was perfect. He does a great job. It, it that's so a hard well. I think that's a hard so thing good. to do to to present that in a way that's like believable. Like you really believe he is a child. Um so he really deserves a lot of credit for making this movie work and not because like Shazam is such a laughable concept. It really is. It's something that shouldn't work and it, they sell it in a way that you buy it. And you're like, yeah, I, I get it. It works. I got it. So it helps the lady in the park too. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Well, they start discovering that he has different powers and stuff. Um, I thought, I thought you needed help. I, pepper spray oh you're on it <laughs> <laughs> which is which is good I, <laughs> she's like here's my money i was never here or whatever. <laughs> don't harm old ladies i'm the same age as you <laughs> so funny too and she's like she's like like the, the confidence that freddie has too and she's like who are you he's like his name is thundercrack <laughs> that sounds like, Dude, a, butt sounds like a butt thing <laughs> That was probably one of the biggest laughs for me. I don't know, just because I I wasn't ready for it. Because that's the first naming of him. It goes on throughout the movie, but like that one was just hilarious. And you know, Billy, this is his first really kind of connection to Freddy because he's like, "You're the only one that knows anything about any of the superhero crap." Like I don't. So let's kind of like work on this together. So we get like a cool. he figures out he can shoot lightning and stuff at people and then they, they start kind of testing out other stuff <laughs> and charge can people's do. cell phones yeah <laughs> no we're not there yet we gotta get beer first yeah yeah um, <laughs> the, 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 I would so like fun. to purchase some of yeah. your finest beer <laughs> Just, <laughs> that was one of the ones that was in the trailer but I still laughed so hard it when I saw it like, it's because like his face the way he's like I'd like to purchase some of your finest beer please. <laughs> and she's just like it's over there, it's over there. <laughs> and then I love when he walks away and Freddie's just like standing there and he's like Okay, and he's walking after him. <laughs> they don't do the back and forth from the comic that I found really funny where it's like, why do we want the beer again? But it is funny when they actually get it and they uh, spit it back out and they come back out with the junk food. Like, <laughs> they're like, um, no, this is this sucks. The <laughs> guys come in, they try to rob the convenience store and Shazam finds out that he is bulletproof. And But maybe it's just the he's suit. Like, yeah, and then they, they <laughs> just shoot him in the face. And, uh, yeah, shoot me in the face. I don't know how they pull this off if it's like CG at certain parts. Because like, you see like when they blow his mouth his face like you see his like the cheeks indent and stuff like and they go a little red for a yeah, bit like, yeah like like it's I, don't know, I don't know how they <laughs> get that but it, it's cool yeah. it looks really good and then they just throw the dudes out the windows and they're they're tied together by christmas I, lights I love it. like after they shoot him he takes their guns away yeah. and that's when he's like well maybe it's not the suit but shoot him in the face and he goes yeah and he the hands gun. the gun yeah. back, shoot me in the face <laughs> <laughs> really funny <laughs> Uh, and then they have the beer and then they spit it out and then they go back for junk food yeah and it's like welcome for not getting robbed yeah <laughs> um I, I love the whole 
the holding of him walk them walking by the girls like hey what's up i'm a superhero yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> really good stuff we get like a cool montage of them kind of finding out what his other powers are um already gets point for playing a queen song yeah <laughs> like there's 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 at least 10 points right there uh really funny where they're like doing like little different takes of like flight test or whatever and they <laughs> i love what's the one that's where not he, yet he, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's still nighttime. They still oh, have to yeah, go the, home. The, the, oh, the flight they go home. That's right. Yeah, and he has to hide in oh, the room. Yeah, and yeah. The little he sneaks girl. back in the house, and then Darla sees him, and then he figures out how to change back. Because at first, he doesn't know. He's like, I, I guess I'm just like this forever. Yeah. I Darla, like it when he like Darla holds her mouth. I like it when he holds her mouth, and no. he's like, doing that's only going to scare her more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can Darla so keep funny a secret too. moderately? When, when no. he says when he says Shazam and he turns back and the dad's Christmas light yeah. thing blows up, that was funny as shit. I laughed. I was yeah. like, was that you? I was He's screwing like, in a light. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole house just like for a second. Like. Although I do have a problem a little bit though because there there's a there's a part later in the movie where he's in a building and he says Shazam and the lightning and bolt lightning. comes through and it breaks through. The building, but then there's other parts it's where he's in the, inside. When, it's when he goes to the restroom after yeah. they drink all the Dr Pepper. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but like that, but like it doesn't go through his house here, or even when he's in the yes, strip it does. club. Yeah, it does. It doesn't. Yes, it does. But it puts a hole in the roof. Yeah, it doesn't show that. Yeah, it does. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it did. It did. did it? Yeah. And, yeah. and in the strip club too, when he does it there. Well, we don't <laughs> see it because we don't go in there, but we do see the light go. They had so. glitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want glitter. <laughs> No. You're gonna need more money. It's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> you were in there five minutes. Like they're very convincing. <laughs> this was the first place you thought of. Yes, that's what happens before they go to the house. Is they do go to the strip club. Yeah, and that I think we pretty much covered that. So what they go to saying? strip club because yes. why would you not? But yeah. they're at the house now, and then he's changed back. Yep. Then they go to school. Yep. And then they cut school, right? Yes. They cut school to go listen to Queen and do yes. video montages. So. And have Zachary Levi as the adult, the, the adult? Check, check them out of oh, school. He's like, this office? From the business <laughs> office. Where did he get the trench coat from? Though? They had like, it. He had it. He, he, had, he had it. Okay. Because yeah. like, it's really quick. He like goes around the corner. Shazam! It comes yeah. back around. And he's, and he's like, like he's, put, he's cinching it up. Like, Hello? He's like, here to get my son. This one and the one that just went around the corner earlier. <laughs> this must be the security guard. All the children respect. Nope. This is the one that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, <laughs> officer moron. <laughs> it's Moran. <laughs> the, uh, now you're at your at montage. At the business office. <laughs> at the business office. I love that yes, Freddie just came from the business office. <laughs> love that Freddie tricks him into getting in a cardboard box oh, and can see if he's flammable. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And he chases after him and Freddie tries to run away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just Zachary Levi nails that whimsical childlike. So good, yeah. man. So good. I, like I said, I, I think he deserves a lot of props. I don't think that's the easiest thing to do. To where people wouldn't laugh at it. Yeah. You know? Like where it's not like he's, he doesn't come off as like an immature adult. He comes off as a child. Yeah. So. Anyways, yeah, they, they kind of figure out more powers and stuff that he has. And Shazam quickly starts figuring out that he can like take selfies with people and starts making money off of people and all that other stuff because he's not that great of a person really. (laughs) And he's a 15 year old who's never had money before. Exactly. And say he's never cared that much for other people. So why is he going to go start risking himself for other people? Right. Um, He, he runs into Mary at some point who's upset, but he's Shazam. So he has to try to pretend that he doesn't know her. 
I'm and, safe from getting hit by a truck. Yeah. Yeah. And calls her he by name. He runs into Mary at some point yeah. to, while something else almost ran into Mary. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I, he's like, I can see that you have a like a college letter or whatever. Did you get accepted and stuff? Is that what's kind of bothering you and stuff? And she's basically saying that she doesn't want to go, right? Um, what was his Gandhi quote? <laughs> oh, he's like, he's like, he's like, you look gotta out remember, for number like, one. You gotta look out for number one. Yeah. Gandhi said that. She's like, I don't think I don't that's think true. So. Oh, somebody somebody like Gandhi. Like Gandhi. <laughs> no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's not right. Uh, <laughs> and <you> never. <laughs> he, Billy really shows his hand a little bit too much where it's like, she almost figures it out, but there's just enough like, okay, like, it's still too ridiculous for her to make that connection, but like really, really close. But she does later. Later, later. Yeah. But I mean, not yeah. but like he almost gives himself away. Well, like, like he even mentioned, you want to be stay in group homes for the yeah. rest of your life, and <laughs> like how do you, how do you know me? That's one of his superpowers. He has super <laughs> guessing skills or something <laughs> like that. Uh, the Briar kids are giving Freddy crap again, and he tells them that uh, the Red Cyclone is going to come join him at lunch because he knows him. Best buds. And they tell him basically, if he doesn't show up, we're going to kick your ass. And Billy's like, no. No, yeah, I never agreed to any of this. Yep. Uh, and uh, he blows it off. Yes. Because he's taking selfies with people again. Yes. He's um, doing the eye of the tiger. Like, oh, yeah, I did yeah. from my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Freddie runs up and uh, basically like, Dude, yells at him, throws his underwear yeah. at him. Because <laughs> he got, what was it called? Like, the, it was like suitcase wedgie. suitcase wedgie. That's what it was. He's like, you know what that is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does a lightning in my hand thing again and hits a bus and blows tires tire. off the bus and it's and like, on a bridge. Yeah, skids off the bridge and is like barely hanging on there. He runs like, there. Oh, crap. And he's like sitting there. It's like, what a- <laughs> he grabs a mattress. <laughs> but the best is the guy who's followed on the windshield. And he's like looking and he's like watches him just walk off. He grabs a mattress. He's like, eh? And the guy's like, no. no. <laughs> that bus hangs on for way too long. Like there's yeah. no reason the bus should have lasted that long. For the jokes. Yeah. Oh yeah, enough time. Purely <laughs> grab a mattress. But he does catch the bus, and then there's a dog in the way. He's, like, he's oh, trying to tell the dog, "Good <laughs> oh, boy, please." And he gets out of the way. Good boy, good boy. Uh, and then so he gets labeled a hero and everything. And the news comes to interview him and everything. Freddie's yes. the only one that doesn't buy. He's like, "Did you see that? I left it a bus." He's like, "A bus that you <laughs> like?" I have to say, Freddie got there very fast, very yeah. quickly, and. This bothers me a little bit because the cameras are all rolling at this point, and we know that because they show the clip yes. later where they're arguing. And there's parts where he's like, "Billy, Billy. you're a 15 year old kid." Like he's well, and he even calling when, him he by even his says, name. He even when you know when he's saying yeah. that to him, he's looking like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, there's people standing yeah. like there. like somebody heard that. Yeah, multiple people heard that. Like, yeah, but they they still wouldn't know a who Billy is. Yeah, I mean it's such a generic name, and to to, to call a grown man a 15 year old boy, they'd be like, "What?" Uh, yeah, even even you don't think anybody's he, gonna look just... up that kid and see that oh he lives in a foster home with a kid named Billy and start to put you know what I'm saying like somebody heard that yeah if if we're if we're gonna beat up Man of Steel for Lois yelling Clark at Superman multiple times <laughs> then we get a yell or, at or Amazing kid. Spider Man when he pulls his mask off he's like right. I'm dating your daughter I'm Peter and oh, all yeah. the other cops are running like Man of Steel yeah. when he tells the Colonel that he's from Kansas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from Kansas. Like- Kansas is a big state, man. <laughs> yeah, Lois found him in like 20 minutes. It's true. <laughs> it's a big state, but there's not a lot of people. <laughs> a lot and, of and, every, and everybody in Smallville still talks about the kid who pushed the bus out yeah. of the water. Yeah. yeah. Yep. See, and that's another thing that's like 
I don't know if that's more Zack Snyder. In, in, in the comics, it's done a lot better where it's like because Smallville was such a small town thing. Hence but, the m- name most Smallville. Of, yeah, but like most of Smallville <laughs> yeah. knew and still knows, but they protect him. Like they did know Clark. They still know Clark is Superman, but they're good people in Smallville. They protect his secret because he's fucking Superman. I'm surprised when he got older, he didn't move to Bigville to become a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> well, he moved to Metropolis. Yeah. <laughs> that is literally what a large city is yeah. called. So Freddie is yelling at Billy. They're an old married couple, and Billy says, "You just wish it was you." And Frank, Bill's like, "Of course Bill, I do. Frank, this yeah, is what I've wanted my whole life." Freddie, Freddie, Freddie Billy, Frank, Johnny, just Bob. my memory. Quick uh-huh. fact: I called Neapolitan ice cream Metropolitan ice cream for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why that's worth putting out to the public, but just wanted you to know. Did, did, what? I don't know. What like, finally got you when you went to Baskin Robbins? Are like, do you mean you? No, no, it was seriously what what did it was one time at the store looking at I was like, oh shit, I've been saying that wrong for a very, very long time. It's it's funny it's funny when you see that because immediately the first thing your mind goes to like how many people were laughing at me? I was like, You guys have any metropolitan ice cream? I never said anything. Um this scene with Freddie works for me up until where he's like because he's like, you just wish it was you. He's like, yeah, don't you think? Don't you think that, like, I wish I could, like, be noticed or that, like, people would pay attention to me or whatever? Like, that didn't feel 100% earned to me because we didn't really see that. Like, at the end of the movie, we see where he, like, goes to sit down at the lunch table and everybody leaves and stuff. But we don't see stuff like that throughout the movie as much. So, like, I didn't really feel like... But I mean, we don't? He, he, he I, got I beat got up. It. I yeah, mean, I got he, he got the crap But all, but out all the kids were, though. It was They were picking on Darla and other stuff, too, though. It wasn't like single-handedly They hand. were hitting Darla with her truck. Okay, well, but... Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he does live the uh, the glamorous life of a crippled foster it's kid. It's true. <laughs> I was, Which is that, a line that, in the movie. It didn't yeah. feel 100% earned to me. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Like that, I don't know. Like I that felt like it was I don't know. I felt with when he took him in, he was showing him the battering and like... He wanted to talk to somebody like he wanted a friend because he doesn't have friends. Yeah. yeah, well, and especially when it's like, you wish this happened to you. He's like, of course. Yeah, this is everything I've ever <laughs> oh, yeah. dreamed of my whole entire life. Yeah. I just, I thought they were going to lean more into the like, yeah, I wish it did because I'm a fan of superheroes and I would do the right thing with it, not what you're doing. That's what I thought they were going to, I thought they would go more of that, which they kind of do, they, they but did. but they, they go more into the, you don't wish, you don't think that I wish I could be noticed more. Like, I'm like, ah, it's just, I don't know. Like I say, it didn't feel. Well, you're 100%. wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> You've been wrong lots. Freddie. Yeah, yeah. Freddie. His name's Freddie. Freddie. Oh my gosh. Freddie Freeman. Now I'm so scared that I'm going to call him Frankie. I thought or it was something. Freddie Foreman. He Freddy walks Foreman. away and then. Red. The red cyclone is doing his thing. Yep. But not the red cyclone because that's not. His so thing. pretty much right after their little dispute, uh, Savannah shows up. Oh, so we skipped the the board meeting thing. So this all happens before. Okay, so, so rewind so, to the board uh, meeting. Savannah oh, goes to to. We find out his dad did live, but he did lose his legs, or at least the use of his legs, um, at that car accident. And once now that he has the seven deadly sins, he basically is just like big man on campus now. He doesn't give a shit. He walks into the board meeting with his dad and just is like, I don't care about you or you and. Um, he's like basically mocking his dad like remember how crazy you told me I was that I could have all this power guess what I got dad like I, like 30 years later like really dude <laughs> well that's what's been driving and him the whole time his, yeah. His, yeah, yeah and his, his brother's kind of like dude quit and he just straight up throws his brother out the window that was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that was the best part because he throws him the eight ball and he's like ask him Ask it if it'll if uh, you'll be able to stop me. Oh yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll just I'll just tell you. I'm just 
grabs no. him by the tie okay. and throws him right out the window. <laughs> awesome. Just shatters that window, man. Oh, Just yeah. Sends his brother flying. And, uh, and like I say, it's more implied violence because we see like the shot from the outside where the doors close and the, you see the sins kind of moving around. And everybody's you hear people screaming. screaming, but you don't see anything. And like I say, like, I even was kind of expecting like a shot of like blood splatting up against the window or something, but you don't even get that. So I, mean, I think sometimes implied violence can be worse than just seeing yeah. it. Happen. Certainly, the theater of the mind is, is yeah. sometimes worse than, yeah, agreed. The one that where he goes after his dad is, is, that pretty, was good when he's like, you cringy. can have him. And yeah, he, and like, just and I was like, like I thought the door would close, but you see him like get down and his fists are going. I'm yeah, like, yeah. damn. Right yeah. at the end of the frame, he just like jumps on him, like, oh, geez. you've always been a fan of greed, dad. You oh, can yeah. have him. Oh. And then greed comes in and just, and he's like a four armed venom kind of looking dude. Oh, yeah. I think it was pride. No, it was no, greed. It was greed. It was greed. And then greed just starts like ripping into it. He has a whole monologue basically where he's like, You think you this Fortune 500 thing you've built is power? What you have is not power. What I have is power. He goes off, like, You've built your life around I greed. I thought greed always stayed inside him. No, that's uh, envy. Envy, yep. Oh, yep. envy. Yes, you're right. <laughs> and gluttony. And was he is terrifying. not green. <laughs> and envy was not green. <laughs> Glutton was scary. He did not have a top hat either. No, I I, I like, like the colorful comic book versions, but no, I, <laughs> I, I like the I like the scary. Did you sleep okay last night? <laughs> Not really. He had nightmares all night. Yeah. Like, I don't want to eat anything ever. Gluttony I had nightmares terrifying. about people correcting me on pronunciations of ice cream flavors. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we're up to speed, Doctor Savannah shows up and basically like, oh, so this is the champion now, and they get into You're a fight. Be pure of heart. Yep, yep. and. uh Shazam, Shazam doesn't know how to fight. No. You know. Doesn't and, know how to fly. No. And well, he, he seems really excited for a second because he's like, oh, you're oh, a bad you're, guy. You're the bad oh, guy. That's he gets He's like, oh, okay. I get it. Like, you're like a bad guy, right? Okay. Because <laughs> he still, he thinks it's like a game. Yeah. 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 But the first time he gets hit, he gets like thrown on top of a cop car. And he's like, he's bleeding. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how? And that's like almost like the exact frame out of the book. Pretty and that's when except, he, except for it's Black Adam in the book. But, yeah, and yeah. that's when he explains that the human weapons aren't going to hurt you, but magic will hurt magic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Weapons of man cannot harm yeah. us. Uh, he basically takes him way, way, way up in the sky and then throws him down. And this is where Sam finds out he can fly. Because right before he hits I can the fly. ground, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah. I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. I kept waiting for that song. I was like, you got to do it, right? <laughs> No, no, with R. Kelly right now at this moment. Yeah, maybe it was there and they pulled it. <laughs> maybe. I don't think so. Because it seemed like it was right there for the taking. Yeah. Maybe too low. I think that would have been his I believe, I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. And just at the last second, he floats. Yep. And he goes and he finds Freddy. He's like, ah, oh, he's really super bad villain, at it. Super villain, super villain. Well, he gets hit by a truck right after. That was the best yeah. part. He's like, I can fly. He <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> a lot of physical humor. In and then. Dr. Zavanna comes and hits they, him again into a building and that's into a, where he like sees. a mall. Yeah. yeah. No. Santa. No. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Santa Claus. Santa Claus runs Anyways, away. Anyways, they end up in like a shopping mall though, right? Yeah. yeah. Eventually. Okay. Is there something important in between there? No. Okay. no. Just, I was just trying to tell you where he was saying supervillain at and oh, it was yeah. on the street. Yeah. Yeah. And then he punches him like down underneath and up in like a fountain or something, right? And yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've gone through several edifices. They've gone through different, yeah, just different structures of different kinds, and then they end up at the mall with Santa Claus, who ends up being one of the best characters <laughs> in the show. <laughs> oh, I love because he, he has that girl on his lap. He's like, "Well, 
Santa's always with you in a way. And then he pulls, then, a, he pulls a George Costanza. Yeah, and he's like, oh my God. Is that the, is that the first thing you thought of too? Because that was oh, yeah. the first thing yep. I thought of. Fire! Like, he should have just shoved, he should have tossed that girl off his lap and just went running. Yeah, he did. He did. He, did. Yeah. he just pushes past people and he just takes off running. And like, you'd think that'd be funny enough. But then they bring him back twice. <laughs> and his scene with Darla is adorable. We'll get there. Yeah. But, um, so they fight, and basically uh, Billy like kind of throws in the towel. Like, I can't beat this guy, and he says Shazam and disappears into the crowd. And Freddie is there. He didn't see that he turned back into Billy. He's like Billy, Billy, where are you, Billy, Billy? Doctor Zavanna sees that he was on the TV talking yep. to him. And he puts two and two together. Yeah, yeah, really quick because he's yeah. smart, which is good. I I really like those villains who he's are just like, hey. Hey, this guy's talking to this <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. It's like the vulture on Spider-Man. Like, oh, this this just connected yeah. the dots. This makes sense. Best yeah. reveal ever is him knocking on that door. Michael Keaton. Oh, man. My heart, my heart sank, man. Dude, that, that, that was seriously one of those. Like, you ever like think something that you know is crazy? And you're like, ah, you kind of like laugh to yourself. That was that moment watching the movie. Like, like I seriously, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if like it was the vote? Like, but like knowing how stupid that was for me to, to even think that. And when it happened, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Billy has run home. He's upset. And then the and people. Savannah has Freddie now. And yeah. now they're going to go look for Freddy. Well, the parents are going to go look for Freddy and the, the kids are going to stay there just in case he comes home. Well, they found out where his mom is. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, But what? they've also found out, I believe, that he is Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. Freddy was talking to him on the TV because and they put two and two together kids. as well. Yes, yeah. they're Because they also characters. had a fight. Yeah. And well, they also had a fight at the dinner table earlier that we didn't really go over too much. But like, yeah. but all those pieces are I put think together. his costume is stupid. Well, what if he didn't have, have a, a say yeah. in his costume? Well, the like, best is when they figure it out and Darla's like, yes, yes, you guys figured it out oh, and yeah. I didn't say anything. And they're like, you knew? Yes, I'm a great sister. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Darla is amazing. I want her to be moon girls i really so i really love eugene too i think like again we brought this up last week eugene in the book is the very prototypical nerdy character mm. there's not a lot there he's just the smart kid right and in this version he is still very much the smart kid but like he gets a couple little one-liners like the first scene you see him in where it's like He's like, is it dark outside? We're like, he's been <laughs> yeah. playing his video game all day, <laughs> playing his computer yeah, like, game. He, he gets a couple little moments. Even Pedro gets a couple little moments. He's probably the one that gets the least he gets screen the least. time yeah. or the least lines. Is or Pedro the one that kick his ass, Billy? <laughs> yeah. He's the, the bigger kid, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but all of them at least have some kind of a little moment mm-hmm. or some sort of... You, you, could, you, you get enough of their character. You could describe they, them all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, this one is this. This one is kind of like this, which in the other version you didn't really get up until the current series. Well, and it was Eugene who ended up, you know, hacking into finding, some databases. Yeah, finding, his mom. finding his mom. I'm not a, really mm-hmm. a hacker per se. I just know a few tricks um, that can get me into some federal I'm going to let databases. Mary talk about this scene for a little bit because you cried. I cried. I did. Um, I, it was very, very emotional. Oh, where he, go, where he goes to go find her. Where he goes to see the mom. So I looked over and Mary was wiping away tears. It, yeah. it, it, it is very. So what? what is it? I mean, I'm not going to say what is it about the scene that works because I felt it. But like, what was it for you that like pushed you to that? To tears, I guess. It Just was, my, it was my, the going my, in for the it, hug part, wasn't it? Going that's in for me. the hug, the whole... It's not I, a good time. It's not a good time for me. She's pushing him away. My own experiences with something like that in my own life. 
it was just like a mixture of all that, and I just you I cried. the compass. And she doesn't even know what it is. Yeah. You just want to smack her. Mary oh. was adopted, just in case anyone didn't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I, did did we explain that he finds that? He, well, yeah, we're we're gonna go. So they they basically go the uh, the the Joe Dirt route, <laughs> and basically like we didn't lose you, we just left you, kind yeah. of a thing. And then they reshow um, you the opening scene, but it's a little different. It's, it's different. A little, it's, yeah. it's not how he's remembering yeah. it. He when he's, he's remembering it, it a sweet time. Yeah. yeah his, and then his he mother, just got lost. His mother's very kind to him, except where she's like. He's like, I want the tiger. And she's like, I know, honey. Mommy's not really going pro here. And the other one, she's very like, okay, Mom I'm trying. Like, yeah, Mom's not going pro here. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it, yeah. yeah, it's very two different mm. versions of how he perceived that how versus how it actually happened. Which and, I really liked um, quite a So bit. after yeah. they were separated, she did look for him. And she did find him after he had been found by the cops. She saw him and decided that she was only 17 and that the state or whatever could probably give him a better life than she was going to. She's selfish basically. Yeah. Um, and I can't even, Im- I because can't even the, imagine she, she mentions the father was out of the picture. So it sounds like teen pregnancy. The father wanted nothing to do with it. And which I understand is hard, uh, but I mean, God, man, what a garbage human being. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I, just- <laughs> I, I can't even being a father myself. I can't imagine what it would 100%. be like to like see my child crying in the distance and me just being like, yeah, you're better off without me and turning like, around and walking right. away. To, like to anyone I, I that has can't. kids, no matter how many kids you have, go through your kids one by one and just think like, what if I didn't have you? Like, what if I could, yeah. if I could just get rid of you, would I? Yes or no. Oh. And if the answer Ugh. is yes, know that I hate you. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't have kids, but I would, I would think for the mother. I mean, the mother carried that kid. Yeah. I think it's probably uh, even worse for, yeah. the, for the mother. I mean, I get the, and, the father aspect of it. And then it, she really wants but... nothing. She's like, yeah, now's not a good time, basically. And like, she's not with the father. The father's in jail, you find out. But she's with another guy that sounds very abusive, very mm-hmm. at least verbally abusive. We don't get any confirmation of anything else. But it, it definitely sounds like she's in a very toxic relationship. And it's, it's very sad because... That that is all he had was this one kind of a chasing the dragon kind of a thing. One day I'm gonna find my mom, and he blames himself for a good portion of it. Like I'm sorry that I couldn't find you, you know. Like he, he even though he's three years old, he like puts it on himself that like he in his mind she was looking for him the whole time and she was not obviously, and that that was his one thing to look forward to to only find out that like she wants nothing to do with him and he's just completely shaken by that. And oh yeah. He doesn't tell her off, which I, which I'm, I'm like, what well, isn't? Because I think he's he. I don't think it's really hit him at this point. I think because he's still shaken by yeah, what has happened. But when he gives her the compass and says, "I think you need it more than I do," and he's yeah, walking yeah. away, I think he's putting it together. Like you know what? I have it good. Yeah, because she because she tells him in the beginning in the flashback when he when she gives him the compass, it's like so that way you'll always know where to go or whatever yeah. kind of thing. So you, you always find your way. You, that's what it is. Um, and he and he says something. To the sense of like, I'm gonna go back to my real family now, mm-hmm. and this is where he really kind of appreciates like these people care about you. You have a group of people that care about you. It doesn't matter where the bloodline comes from or whatever. Yeah. There's a group of people that care about you, and they really don't know you that well, and they don't really even have much of a reason to care about you because you've been nothing really, <laughs> but not really rude, but non-engaged yeah. with them yeah. at all. That's a good way of putting it. Um, Whereas in the book, he's just straight up rude to them. Like, he just makes Darla cry on night one. Um, so, I, I love that. So, now he's got to go back uh, to the house, right, to find 
Savannah is there. Well, Freddy calls. That's well, right. Freddy's he's phone the, okay. calls. He's like, Superman! Superman! This is one of my favorite shots in the It, it is the, the shot of the movie. Yeah. I, they, they showed it in the trailer. It's which amazing. Is, which still. is why I'm glad room. I didn't watch the trailer. Him running so off the rooftop. I'm so happy I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah. It's that awesome. scene. That's it, poster worthy, dude. Oh, that, yeah. that's, that's pretty kick ass. Yeah, that's that's awesome. the kind of scene that is the reason why I don't watch I watch all these trailers for the most part. Um, I really don't go out of my way to watch most of them, but I see them. I wish I could. And half this, the time, I like I don't remember because I'll I'll talk to you like, oh, and remember this part, and you're like, well, that was in the trailer. I'm like, I don't remember it being in the trailer, so it was new to me. I yet. remember uh, everything, and that's my problem. <laughs> There's one thing in, that they did not spoil in the trailer that I'm so happy they didn't, which we'll get to. Um, yeah, I'm so glad. They, so glad they didn't. Hundred um, percent. Because I was really, because they never really show their hand too much. I I was tiptoeing through the movie, like, are they? Aren't they? Are they? Kind of a thing. They never really fully make you believe that they are going to do this one thing or not. And then obviously they do, and we'll get there. But um, so he goes, and basically he's like, you know, he draws the symbols on the like their closet door to go back to the Rock of Eternity. Give me the power, and I won't hurt the kids. Basically, right? Because he wants all the power because he's power hungry, obviously, because he needs to prove to himself that he's not worthless because he's been told he's worthless his whole life um this is a good time i guess maybe to bring this up here i don't know if there's any truth to this i'm going to put it up as 100 percent rumor but it sounds somewhat credible to me because if if we're talking the book versus the movie i know you like the movie more Mm -hmm. um i i could probably go either way one thing i'll give the book as good as Mark Strong is black adam's just a better villain than dr savannah is just uh, in my opinion but I, the rumor that I heard was the reason that they didn't do Black Adam in the movie is because there has been a lot of criticism from comic book fans or comic book movie watching fans. Uh, it's more directed towards Marvel, but DC's just as guilty of there was a trend for a little while and Marvel's gotten away from it where they would do this thing where it's like in a lot of the movies, the villain is just a bad version of the hero, right? Iron Man fights an evil Iron Man. Mm, right. Ant-Man fights a bad Ant-Man. Hulk fights a bad Hulk, right? And so people people started to see that trend after a while. So the rumor I heard was they didn't want to do that, where it's like, well, he just fights the evil version of himself, which is basically a black ad. The pre- and that sounds pretty credible to me. I'm like, I could see that. Like, if there's a reason to go Dr. Savannah, I mean, Dr. Savannah is older, obviously. Also, too, he's like one of his oldest foes compared to Mr. Mind, who also shows up later. Um, so I don't know. But would you guys do you guys would you guys have preferred Black Adam in the movie or do you like it the way they did? Not that? necessarily. I liked it and how it is. Okay. Um well, I kind of get it's it's like the it's like the problem I had with Aquaman where it's like you know, we didn't need Black Manta. We could have had that opening sub scene and then Black Manta getting his mask at the very end, like an Ed credit thing. I like, need hey, Black Manta. <laughs> now we can really use him in the second movie. You know, let's set it they up a They made that bit. movie like they were never going to get a second one. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, they true. really did. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, here's Aquaman. It's here's it, everything we here, got. Yeah. Here's ev- all of Aquaman. <laughs> Even like, with, like, the trench monsters, like, here's everything yeah. we got. Leviathan monster, like, we're giving it all to you. Just yeah, in and, case we never get to do this and again. And now it's so obvious that Juan is sitting there going, oh, crap, I don't know what to do well, that's now. Why don't, that's why you don't kill Black Manta. You don't kill Orm. I mean, the toys are still there. They the trenches are still around. That's why people people gave a lot of crap to Marvel in the early parts of the MCU because they were killing the villains at the end of the movie. It's like, why wouldn't the... you leave those toys in the toy box? You don't have to right. kill them every time. Yeah. Well, and I and I started to kind of get tired of 
them always fighting their quote unquote arch nemesis in the first movie. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. well, and, and part of the problem with that is too, is that anytime it gets rebooted, they use the same villains mm-hmm. like over and over and over. We don't need to see Green we Goblin brought that, anymore. We brought that up yeah. in our Batman episode that Batman's rogues gallery is so deep. Why have we seen Two-Face twice? Why have we seen the Joker three times? Why, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, and one of the things that I mentioned last week uh, on the book is that I felt that it was too convoluted, that there was too much. And I, I was legitimately talking about Black Adam in the book. Oh, yeah. That's like, like it, the best and part. I, and, 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 I, and I knew what you were talking about. And I, 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 I didn't want to yeah. I didn't want to bring it up to say, exactly. oh, in the movie, Black Adam's not in it because yeah. we weren't quite there yet. Yeah. But uh, no, but I actually really liked the more streamlined story. There was one bad guy in this movie. I'm there not saying one. do both. I'm just saying if it was one or the other is what I was saying. I'm not saying they should no, have but, done both. But I like I like that we're building up to it because they did mention not by name, but they mentioned that there, there was, was this another. that there was this other champion mm-hmm. that killed all the wizards mm-hmm. and like this is still a thing that that they for sure that they introduced. Yeah. yeah. And so like now and I also think that I think Black Adam is is so strong and so powerful that I think we needed this buildup of Billy to at least be able to get to that point. I actually wouldn't. I actually think that Black Adam would be best for the third movie. Well, as opposed the post credit scene would certainly suggest that that could be possible. And yeah, we'll, and we'll get yeah, there like, as well. And I, I would prefer that buildup. You know, it's like the the Daredevil Netflix stuff. How we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't get to Bullseye till season three. But by the time I would, we got I would there, argue that great. Fisk is is Daredevil's biggest villain uh, though. I, for me, I, it, I, it, yes, it, it's true. But in we didn't, a different way. If you were Bullseye. to ask me who's Daredevil's biggest enemy, I'm going to tell you the key. But pin. but but not the one that he fights hand to hand like <laughs> all the time in the street. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like, I loved the fact we had that anticipation. Like, oh, is Bullseye going to show up? Is Bullseye going to show up? Is Bullseye going to show up? And then, and then we were satisfied when he finally did show up. And I feel like this could really go. When Man of direction. Steel was first announced, even though they had done Zod before, <sighs> no more I was like Sluthers. No exactly, more Zod. I, I, I was so, well, <laughs> like, even, even Zod, I was fine with because I'm like, again, why did they go to the Arch It's like, okay, we're not going straight to Lex Luthor. But they let you know that he existed because, like, in the background of Man of Steel, you see, like, you know, Lex Corp on billboards and stuff. Like, okay, clearly he's in this universe i didn't know they were gonna you know bobble that as badly as they did because we didn't know jesse eisenberg at that time but i was glad i would i like the idea of them getting to lex Luthor at some point i wish you know things could have gone better but i i love that they didn't rush into that from day right. one yeah that's how i feel about shazam meeting black adam because even zod they had done on. before but it was 30 years earlier so it's like it didn't really feel like a repeat as much because especially because the version of zod and man of steel and the one in superman 2 are completely different characters um but also like how many of these superhero movies have we seen where it's like and there's this bad guy and there's this bad guy and there's this bad you know all like yeah all the time like i love that's when movies there, fail there was one bad guy oh, in yeah. this film that was my favorite part of the whole thing one That's why I always guy. hear people go, I want to see Spider-Man fight the Sinister Six. I'm like, I don't. No. I'm, that's, I'm that's, that's the only one that could maybe work, though, if you did it, if it was in like a, an organized kind of a thing. Like spy, well, Yeah, maybe but after like a that, few that, movies. That's why Spider-Man 3 falls apart. That's right. why Batman... I mean, Batman and Robin falls apart for a lot of reasons, <laughs> but that's another one of the big reasons why Batman and Robin falls apart, because they like they over-ambitious with Poison villains. Ivy and Mr. Freeze and Bane. It's like chill out guy. the only one that did it successfully to me is probably the dark knight because you have harvey dent kind of through this course of the movie going that way and the joker is obviously the main antagonist 
But like the two villains in the Dark Knight never feels like too much crammed in because it's all part of one singular kind of a story. Because Harvey Dent is in the story from the mm-hmm. beginning, right? But well, you know, and that's, if, if I was making the movie, I'm doing one. It's not everything like that, thrown on top at yeah, once. It's like exactly. he's struggling with one thing, and then later then, on, like, oh, then he like, gets more what, to deal with. What's the third one? Dark Knight Rises. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then you have Catwoman, Ta- which she's not really a villain Ca- villain. Catwoman, Talia, Bane. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden you're just like, geez, guys. And then there's yep. this big old earthquake that's happened. Like, uh, yeah. And and Sony couldn't even learn the the lesson after they had done it because they had they had destroyed a franchise and said, Okay, we need to start this thing over and do Spider Man again. Did one movie that was received fairly lukewarm, at least made a lot of money and said, okay, cool, we're going to do a sequel, do Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then they came in and did it again. It's yep. like, now we need Green Goblin and the Rhino and Electro. And it's like, you guys, why do you have to learn the same lesson twice? You guys already lost a franchise once because of this. Well, I think think how much better Spider-Man 3 would have been if it was just Sandman. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. or, Sandman's Age, of, great, or Age of Ultron without an army of Ultrons. If it yeah. was the Avengers versus one singular robot that was just mm-hmm. kicking the crap out of everybody. Mm-hmm. That's so much better. Yeah. Cause like even like saying like infinity war as much as like the black order guys, or whatever are there. Nobody really, you know what I mean? Like Thanos is, is the villain of that movie. Nobody really. Well, it's also different because it's not one person fighting five it's guys. Yeah. You have like, 15 people fighting five guys exactly. which is a completely different scenario yeah so it, it's all about the ratio hmm. that's a tangent if i ever heard one but it was worth it because it's it's something <laughs> to be said uh but that's but that that is the principal reason why i liked the book or the movie better than the book was because it only had one villain in it i felt it was more streamlined and then we did get I and the I thought the characters were more likable in the movie than they are in the book, and we got more of the family. In but the Gary movie. Frank didn't draw the movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big point against the movie. I'm sorry. Um, so no, but Zachary Levi wasn't in the book. That's a point for the movie. I, 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 that's fair. For for me, I was talking about it last night. Like, if, if someone's asking me, like, what's better, the book or the movie? My honest answer is like. How much time do you have? Do you have 45 minutes or do you have two hours? Because I think they're both really good. Yeah. Um, and it's ultimately the same. Um, yeah. The, uh, the main points of the story are the yeah. same. I, I think I, I do think Black Adam is a better character, a better villain for, you know what I mean? But like, if it's something that we're building towards, I understand that. But if it's just this one thing versus this one thing, this one has a better villain in it. I don't know. Mark Strong with Seven Deadly good. Sins was pretty he's, awesome. He's very good. Uh, so they go to the Rock of Eternity they, they freaking stab stab him with the battering. They throw it at him. Pretty yeah. cool. And that's where they kind of start to figure out like when he doesn't have the sins, when the sins are out, he doesn't have power anymore. Yeah. Um, which is cool. And but now like the doors closed to to the rocket attorney, they can't the closet door that they went through, they can't get back out that way. So it's like, like how did you get out of here before? I just imagined another place, the subway, and I was there, like, okay, well just think of a place, any place, and then they show back up. <laughs> and it's so cute when they come out and I was like, Why am I covering my eyes? Like, just yeah, keep covering like, your eyes. This is the yeah, first place you thought of. They, they pop up in the strip club, <laughs> yep. which was the first place Billy Batson thought of. Yep. <laughs> which like fair. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Darla, but they have glitter in there. I want glitter. They're very persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't take doesn't take long for <laughs> so funny. for Savannah to come find him again, and you know he's just not gonna give up on it. They end up at the carnival yep. fair, whatever you want to call it, and um, it's really done nice the way the way that like that's kind of where Billy's story begins of him being 
separated from mm. the mother, this is where it all comes back around to ending. Even him being able to give another child the tiger that he wasn't able to win. Yeah. Really good. Like, there's some really good stuff, like, narratively there that I really enjoy. At the fair? Yeah. Also, Santa Claus is there again? Yes. 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 And gets two awesome scenes. (laughs) One where he's just running away again. (laughs) We'll get to the other one. Yeah. And so now the plan is if we can just, just, if we can draw the other sins out of him and basically distract them long enough, you can fight Sivana and kill it. Not kill him, but basically defeat him him while he's powerless and stuff. And that works for a little while, but not for very long. And then they finally end up in this place. I was going to call it a barn because it almost looks like a barn. They're under a big top, but it's not very big. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's a canopy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I was going to call it a barn. (laughs) You know, that fairs because there's It's where the local bands play at the fair. So it's like kind of up on the stage. I was telling Tyler, like, the zooming out of that, uh, I thought was just done really well. When there was a lot out. of great camera work in yes. this. I agree. In Agreed. this movie, I mentioned the one earlier when Savannah goes through the door. Just the way they pulled that shot off—that yeah. was really yeah. well done. Um, so now it's like, hey, give me the and and Shazam kind of gives in, gets like down on one knee and stuff. And he's like, okay, like what else can I do? Because at first he decides to fight. He's like, if a, if a brother can't protect his family, what good? At, what kind of hero am I? Right, because the sins take the kids hostage. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, the plan ends up being something else <laughs> so glad they didn't spoil this in the trailer oh yeah so, so glad. this is the best part yes. of the whole movie yes. because they had me guessing right up until the moment they did it you know i i really was wondering like are they gonna do this well, i kept thinking because they, they were setting it up from the get-go and i was like are they gonna do it this but, movie, it, but it was also wait? believable that they wouldn't exactly because like, it's, it's something that they would totally do in a second movie for sure that's that's what i was so thinking. glad they didn't and I love when they all put their hands in it. It's like, hey, say my name. They're like, Billy. Billy. Like, no, say, no, say, 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 the, say the thing that I say to turn into this guy. Shazam. <laughs> and all of the costumes are comic accurate. Every oh, single yeah. one yes. of them. I love, oh, I love Mary Marvel's costume so much. It's so Perfect. Uh, golden age. It's so retro comics and they've <clears> never really changed it. And it looks beautiful on the screen. And then Eugene is the actor from, uh, uh, 13 Reasons Why, he he's in that. Is he? Yeah. And you didn't watch that. No, Fre- yes, you did. Yes, I did. Who, who was he in 13 Reasons Why? He's a tall Asian guy. Was he? he oh, he, it Freddy was that guy. Was to me. The he basketball player. Yeah, I don't Mr. remember his Smith, name. The target so. that they're both sent after. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and, and so they do kind of the cool thing through the comics where each of them get like a different power, basically. Darla yeah. has and the Pedro speed and everything. good. <laughs> yeah. like, dude check out these guns yeah. <laughs> and, and it is he's swole now <laughs> they don't really make too much of a moment out of it and they kind of, I kind of wish they would have that Freddy can walk but it is really kind of cool, like to get to see him run and stuff. I, mean, he, I think he, he gets his fly. Moment. He gets that moment. Yeah, fly. Like that's the thing he's, he's wanted. Like, like, like throughout the it's true. But, like they don't bring as much attention to it. Like oh, I can walk now. But it is a it's a good moment. Well, I think what he doesn't it? really care about the walking. He cares about. That he can fly. Yeah, that's well, what he cares about. That's what why is it he when he's fighting out. the sin and he's like, "I, I got to be honest, you're my very first villain." Oh, yeah. And you know, <laughs> he's, like, what can you, of, he's like, "It's kind of a big deal for me." Yeah, <laughs> and like, like you know, what do you do? And like the claws kind of grow out. And he's like, "That is genuinely terrifying." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm I'm one of these people who I went into the movie, hadn't seen the trailer, hadn't read the book, knew nothing about Shazam, and even I was cheery. Like I didn't know what was going on, but I'm like, everybody has superpowers. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> 
can't even imagine what it was like for McCord because McCord had, doesn't know anything about the Shazam yeah. family at all. Right. So for him, he was completely shocked. Yeah. Well, I knew I knew that there was a Mary Marvel, mm-hmm. like, but all of a sudden, like that clicked in. But as soon as they all got powers, like I was one of the cheering the loudest. Well, like, and, was, and that was a Jeff Johns. That was you. Yeah. That was well, a Jeff the whole Johns thing. The theater erupted oh, after yeah. that. It was it was um, awesome. Pre Jeff Johns, the Love Shazam so family <laughs> was Mary Marvel, and Freddie was called Shazam Junior. That yeah. was it. There was like Darla, Eugene, and Pedro are Jeff Johns characters. There, that that version. Is. Well, I like them. So, like that that, <laughs> that book we read last week. That's the introduction of that concept. Okay, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna read the series. Oh, and Darla is great you when she's really right around. She's oh, still that little girl. Uh, you almost blowed me up. Oh, <laughs> all of them do such she a good job of Santa. like. <laughs> that scene is adorable. Like it's almost like all of the adult actors that play, you know, the adult versions of them really did a good job of like studying how the kid actors are because yeah. all of them are very believable that that's the same person. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah. when even when Freddie speaks, it's still sounds like that kid mm-hmm. i didn't even know mary changed mary didn't either she, i at, had to at, look it up on imdb uh-huh. and i'm like oh mary I, I, I only noticed because i thought the girl who actually just played regular mary was actually more attractive that, yeah. oh okay. well really <laughs> yeah okay guess first mary she goes yeah she goes they didn't even change mary and yeah. i was like they didn't and then they showed her again and then i was like no yes they did yeah, yeah I, I only noticed because she had a mole <laughs> oh. she grew a yeah, mole like, well <laughs> i can't i can't remember who i was talking bully, to bully, bully. but uh i think it was uh charles uh, uh somebody that we work with at the at the nerd store um located in the valley fair mall almost yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> uh yeah the they were like yeah we were really surprised that mary didn't change and then as we were looking up characters on imdb we're like no there's a there's an additional character here. Oh, I guess she she did change, but we didn't even notice. But I mean, they did a really good job. Really good job. Very, very good job. Uh, Savannah and Shazam have a big showdown in the city. They're kind of like flying through. There's some really cool shots of them. Are you going to really like, skip over the Hadouken? Oh, that was great. That was great. <laughs> There's so much awesome stuff that's like I almost don't even remember. It was Eugene that said it too. Is that I fair? Also, you watched it twice. I also like when Pedro is like holding up the Ferris wheel. He's like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. He's like, Oh my oh, god, I can do I it. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when the video game player, Hadouken! Yeah, yes. It's like this energy beam out of his hands. <laughs> Some really beautiful shots, though, of them flying through the city, kind of punching each other. And so funny, man, when they separate and oh, Savannah so like, goes good. on his monologue, he's like, I, I can't hear you. He's like, there will only be one yeah. left standing. He's like, I I, he's like all I see is... is <laughs> there's traffic. I he's like, there's trains and planes going by. I can't hear anything. He's like, I... Because you see that so gonna... many movies that you're just so used to it so when they cut to him going and that's what made it dude. so great like what McCord said when they pointed something out like that yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, I, I can't actually hear you yeah. like you're really far are you away going on a big me? super villain speech <laughs> and then finally they're kind of he's kind of like you know hey it's supposed to be seven deadly sins I'm not that good at math but there's only been six and so he's able to draw envy out of him which by is, calling envy weak the yep, one that yep. always gets left behind basically everything that he that um, that Savant has yeah. always been called yeah. Yeah. the weak one, the one that's left behind, the one that's not strong enough to come out with his brothers and sisters. Yeah, the you know, and then that's, very very good. That's what draws him out. Very creepy looking too. And mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Well, but no, but th- that's another thing that I really liked, and another reason why I'm glad it wasn't Black Adam is we did get enough 
punchy punchy to satisfy the punchy punchy parts of a superhero show Agreed. but he beat the villain by outsmarting him yeah which was way he's better not a than fighter. beating like he's him still not a fighter with his yeah. fists like mm-hmm. he tricked him and that that to me was so refreshing to watch i think it was like um because there was so many other villains he had to sep- he had to like spread his magic to right. to the people so that it can help him uh and then like i think when they get to black adam it's going to be like why well, need it so that I could fight him because I'm not as strong. Mm. So. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so they win. And then he finds strength and <laughs> unity in numbers. Yes. yes. They win. And people are cheering for them at the carnival and all that. That's and it's all, all well Sa- and good. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. When they, it, I forgot about that one. When they interviewed so, him, he's like, It was fucking crazy. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. <laughs> Sanders going out, off on the news. They're just bleeping him out. He comes and a reporter out of the way. Just grabs the microphone. It was crazy. <laughs> See that scene over the other stuff. If you're like not suitable for kids, <laughs> the blankety blank play. <laughs> yeah, oh, very man, funny. That was so. That um, was it's great. Christmas time. They're back at the house now, and it's a very good like family vibe. Some we didn't mention earlier is they in the Vasquez house they do this thing every night when they do dinner that they put their hands all together. Hands, all hands on deck. Yeah. And um that's the line that that Billy tells them when they put their hands on the uh the shaft. I like the shaft. it. To, to gain the, <laughs> I like it. Um very good. Very Feel good. good. Feel very good. good. Um the last scene here is back at the high what school. What did you think of the last scene? It made me so mad. What? Um, it made him not, so not, mo- not on fault so of the movie. Mad. Not on oh, fault okay. of the movie. I like I, I like it. excited about it's that. outside stuff that makes me mad. Um okay. so Billy kind of fulfills the promise of showing up as Shazam to uh to, to lunch. lunch to scare yeah, the crap out of totally the Briar kids. They all come and then he goes, I brought someone else with me too, and we see like a body double. In the, in the Cavill Superman suit, yeah. and then that's the end of the movie, and we'll get to the post credit scenes in a minute. I, I like the scene. I, I there's no fault against the movie, but when I see it, it just makes me so angry that Warner Brothers has this perfect actor for Superman and has no idea what to do with him. Right, like, like that. That's what makes me mad. I'm like, God damn it! Like, why couldn't it have been Henry Cavill? Like, why are you guys messing this up? You have this actor that loves to play the character. Most people like his version of the character they just don't like the material but right. no nobody out of after bbs or man of steel said i don't like henry cavill superman you know so you're mean? mad just because they didn't show his face I, I no it just makes me mad because it's not him and i know it's not him because they're fucking this up you know what i mean it's like they have this actor for superman and like it makes me mad because it could have been like i think of how cool it would have been to have henry cavill there as superman I think it was cool. They just had Superman. No, I mean, it was I'm, cool. Like it's, it's not any. It's not a point against the movie at I, all. And I think it goes well with how the movie felt anyway. That mm-hmm. oh, I don't. I'm not going to see his face. I know who that is supposed to be, and that's it not going to bother me. Uh, it it would have been so awesome. It would have been so but awesome. Freddie's face in that scene yeah. is the best. As soon as Superman walks uh, in, <gasps> so good. And just, I just, I really hope. You know, I mean, Henry Cavill's been very hush hush lately. I don't really listen to too much of rumors until I hear anything that's confirmed. But as of right now, it sounds like there's not really any plan to be doing anything with him. And it's just really a bummer because, man, it's like they got a really good actor to play Superman and we could have had a lot more of him. And by the end of Justice League, it seems that they kind of figured out how to use him, or at least fairly close. Yeah. And it's like, man, are we never going to get to see that? You know what I mean? If we Are we never going to get to see Henry Cavill be Superman as he was at the end of Justice League again. You know, it, it's, that, that bums me out. Like, 
it, it brought me down <laughs> seeing that because it's just like oh like it just reminds me of all the other stuff right. you know what i mean so it's not a fault against the movie at all um like i would have been for me i would have been fine if it would have just been shazam showing up and like that would like i would have much rather had that than have superman come in like bring like oh it's not henry cavill that's right because they are idiots and don't know what to do with gonna bring cavill. in aquaman I yeah, that's what Momoa. I was expecting to be honest with you. I thought Aquaman bring in was the guy that just up. made a billion dollars, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> uh, they should have. That would have been pretty cool. Um, so there's two post credit scenes. Um, the first one's the one that's important, I guess. Doctor Zavanna is crazy. Yeah, I don't even really remember the second one all that much. To be honest with you, it was making fun of Aquaman. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Oh, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what. Let's talk about that one first. That was the more kind of. Oh, yeah, that, that, that was just the joke one. Well, they were doing another power test trying to see if he can talk to fish. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like, this is stupid. Why would you ever want this power? <laughs> he's like, command ocean lion. Like he's like going like listing all these reasons why talking to fish would be awesome. He like holds out a shirt because he has his, his Aquaman shirt on. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, so in the very beginning of the movie, when we see the young Dr. Savannah go to the Rock of Eternity inside the Rock of Eternity, there is this glass case whatever thing with a worm in it with 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 a caterpillar in it okay oh, caterpillar worm, they all caterpillar. they're all no, the same thing worms don't have legs <laughs> i'm i'm what <laughs> they don't what compare would you call them it? they're not the same thing i'm insectist worms are like snakes <laughs> worms are like snakes. also not an insect <laughs> <laughs> darn it <laughs> it's not an insect because it doesn't have legs <laughs> six legs uh but so also no no um, this the for fans of the comic, the second I saw the Maybe caterpillar, I was like, oh, cool, Mr. Mind. <laughs> see, and I had no idea. But when okay. I saw the next shot, when you see that it's broken open and he's not there, I'm like, okay, they're showing me yeah. this for a reason. And I, I knew that was going to come back at some point. And I figured that's what the post-credit thing was going to be because they never did tie up that loose end in the movie. Um, so we see the Savannah. He's writing the symbols all over the, the prison walls. He's trying stuff, to get whatever. back to the cave is what yeah. he's trying to do. Yes. And... Is it because he doesn't have the sins anymore? Is that what it is? Like uh-huh. He's not connected to magic anymore, so he right. can't. But he was able to open the door before he had the sins, too, when he drew the symbols on the door. The first I time. think it is now Shazam, Billy has taken over, and the magic is strong oh. again. Uh, awesome part we didn't talk about, though, is where they go to apply for the loan to get a lair. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, it's like, you know what this is, right? A lair! Yeah, a lair. Yeah. We got a lair! <laughs> What's a layer? I, I, I took it as he, he he forgot somehow, like it, it was just kind of erased from his memory, and he was. Tr- that's why he's writing it everywhere. Yeah. He was trying to remember yeah, the I sequence. Don't, I don't know maybe. what they were going for. That's just what I assume. In that's the comics, what made it sense seems to like me. it seems like a big theme in the comics is like only those that are connected to magic in some way can use it. So I feel like it's got to so be some way okay. of like he's somehow lost his connection to that world mm-hmm. somehow. Um, and then there's like a, a radio voice, which just confirmed to me who it was. Because if anyone doesn't know, Mr. Mind is a very intelligent caterpillar that wears a radio around his neck. So that way he can speak to people um, through like telepathy and stuff. Because he obviously can't speak because he's a fucking caterpillar. So <laughs> when you start hearing the voice, it sounds very speakery. I was like, okay, they're doing it. If he's a worm, he could talk. They're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, they don't really do too much with it. But it's just, it's kind of cool. Like, oh, cool. Savannah and Mr. Mind. Like, I'd like to see, like, even if that's the sequel, if they want to do Savannah again, but he's the puppet that's being played by Mr. Mind, I'm down with that. Um, Mr. Mind is a very, a very old school, very silver agey villain, but uh, 
I don't I, know who he is. I, I don't either. This was yeah. the first time ever I have walked out of a comic book movie and had to ask somebody yeah. else what the other I, I was right there with McCord. I was because there were people in the theater that cheered name. and clapped, oh, yeah. and I was like, I don't know what that is. Normally, I'm the one people ask the questions to to find out who the obscure character so is. At I, the end of the I credits saw scene. it the very in the movie when he goes there the first. Time. I was like, oh, cool. There's Caterpillar. Um, I mean, I'm not any. Shazam was never a character that I really read too much until the Jeff Johns stuff, the New Fifty Two, whatever. So it's not like I'm some expert or whatever. But I, I'm familiar with the character. Um, during pre New Fifty Two, during the Action Comics run, when they kind of made it a Lex Luthor book for a while, they did a story in Action Comics called the Black Ring, which was right after Blackest Night when Lex Luthor got an orange ring during Blackest mm-hmm. Night. He's like addicted to that power, so he's trying to find it again. There's a he teams up with Mister Mind for a little while in that book, and that's was probably my introduction to that character. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm familiar enough, I guess. So um, yeah, if anybody else that's out there didn't know what that means, that's who that is. Google Mister Mind. He's he's pretty crazy actually. Like he's he's for a caterpillar. He's the, very threatening. The the people who know who the character is are very excited for yeah. to see him in the next film. Because it's very wacky. It's very out there. And it's like, I like, I just love when the movies just go Embracing for it. Embracing it. When yeah. they go all go in. Yeah. Like when, when you see Zachary Levi in that ridiculous costume. It shouldn't and, work, and but it, it does. Lo- and it looks, it looks ridiculous. And they pointed out, and they pointed oh, yeah. out that it looks ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and so overall, I think the costume works, though. I think the costume looks pretty good. It grows on you. It's jarring oh, yeah. when you first see it, but it grows yeah. on you throughout the movie. I'm not the biggest fan of like the giant like LED light on the chest. I understand why I do it, but I don't know if I love it as much like for something that's like a distraction to me but like, that hat but that in and of itself has an electrical charge like yeah. like as a purpose on it, the it, it has a reason to exist i just don't love it um i wish i'm bummed that they went with the new 52 design to give him the hood and everything and then we only get to see him in the one shot with the, the please don't scream sign with the hood on <laughs> that's like, so funny. i understand like while you're flying around and stuff the hood's gonna fall off like i understand like there's probably minimal chance to use it too much but like I would have liked to have seen him with the hood on because that's like my when I think of Shazam, that's the look of him that I have is with mm-hmm. that cool hood on. I can see that being like an opening scene for a second movie, like hit him in the cave with the hood on. Yeah, but uh, trying to run like a serious meeting, but nobody's like paying attention <laughs> to him. That would be so great. But that's Shazam. So we're gonna do so a round table. Mary, old. I'm gonna start with you. What did you like about it? Is there anything you didn't like about it? And what's your rating on a scale of one to ten for Shazam? Oh, it's a ten. Um, <laughs> I really liked it. Um, it just hit all some keynotes. It made me cry, obviously. Um, Very I can't. Too. I can't think of anything that I didn't like about it that would like make me downgrade yeah, it. Only, or anything. only nitpicky things. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. If I'm being nitpicky, like. Oh, Freddy is very fast, even though he's crippled. <laughs> and can run across town. Though in the comics, though, he like pops up in every true. scene. You're like, that's, how did you get this? It's that's still true. <laughs> the bus was pretty far away. He did get over there pretty quickly. Yeah, it's like Lois in the in so, the Man of Steel. McCord everywhere. What did you like, not like, and what's your rating? Um, well, there is very little that I I didn't like about it. Uh, you know, in in today's oversaturation with content i have to walk away from a movie um feeling like it was something exceptional like it was something that i didn't expect even expect to like and then it totally blows my mind like i can only think of a very handful of movies that did that 
uh, and this is definitely one of them. Mm. Um, so I, I would, I would put it in a top five, like a, so a 10 on the, on the scale rating, it's a top five superhero for me overall. And I'm a big Marvel fan mm. and know nothing about Shazam, but I walked away just thinking, man, I really, really like that movie. I can't wait to see it again. And I haven't felt that way since what well, I did feel that way about wonder woman, the winter soldier, Infinity and War, like, come and like on. the first Guardians mm. of the Galaxy. No, because my my it's a different mood, but you still walked away, but like that was a movie. It, it was, but I also knew that I that was only half the movie. It's true. so like my my internal judgment has been reserved. Like everyone's like crying I'm in wait, the theater, yeah. and I'm like, but this is the midpoint. Like let's wait to cry to see what happens at the end of the movie. That's <laughs> yeah, okay like, to this feel is, though. This is inter- <laughs> this is it, it, it is, yeah. and I understand that. But but that's why it didn't hit me emotionally like it did some other people. Because I'm okay. like, this is this is like intermission. <laughs> like, it was the second viewing for me when Spider Man went. I was like, oh, oh, it can't yeah. me. But I was with you the first time around. I was like, no. Oh, see, for me it was more the first one. I wasn't prepared oh. that first time. Kylie, would you like this like rating? Um, pretty much basically with McCord on this, although I went in knowing slightly more than about Shazam than he did, but not read much. Because you read the Johns. Yeah. The Johns um, I, again, I went, the only reason I went to go see this, because Charles had brought up, hey, we might be able to go see Shazam in advance. Yeah, that, and I was that's like, okay, and then I, went too. I forgot all about it. And then we went and saw Captain Marvel and Aaron, there was an ad for Shazam in front of that. And Aaron's like, I really want to see this. And that sparked the, oh crap, I think... I think Charles said we could get free tickets. And I'm like, well, my wife wants to see it. We need to talk about this at the podcast. Why don't I just get this out of the way and watch it now? That was my whole so attitude you, you going into it. Low, right? Yeah, I was like, let's just get this done with now. And I'm not trying to rush opening weekend to see Definitely. it. And yeah, I walked away like, holy crap. It was crap. a nice surprise for it's you. It's the first DC movie I would recommend to people. Okay. Of the, cur- of the current of the current stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd give it a ten, definitely. Let's not forget cool. the Dark Knight exists, people. Yeah, but that's not in this. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, yeah, just yeah. saying. We're talking about yeah. DC movies. We'll see um, if DC Kyla? could stick with something for once <laughs> and just you know well, not have to keep. Um, I think between between Aquaman, we, we, whether you liked it or not, the success of it and most people being fairly uh, kind to it. Between Aquaman and this, this does seem like a very good kind of course correction for DC going forward. I if hope they can stick with it, man. It would I hope think, oh, it'd be um, awesome. I just barely got a text from another friend saying, "Dear Lord, Shazam's the best comic movie so far." <laughs> <laughs> just bar- he must have just gotten out of the movie. Um, yeah, I, I there's a lot to like here. It's funny. It's got heart. It has uh, a really good gut punch, sad mo- moment in it. That's the the action scenes. Are not overwhelmingly action, 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 but they're good. Yeah, and they're not—they're not too long. No, either. they're not. Um, the best part about it is the heart, the characters themselves is the best part of the movie. Zachary Levi is very, very good. DC needs to lock him up for a long a time, very long the foreseeable time. future, definitely. Well, I think don't let him leave. <laughs> I think I think part of the thing that helps him with the action sequences is that it was one on one, so it really yeah. got to be like intimate yeah. between this character and but this one-on-one character. one-on-one action scenes can get crazy over the top sometimes. Yeah, I it, like it, that they didn't get to that point. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, true. If I can have a moment of honesty, honestly, you know what I think? Like, maybe the reason that last scene upsets me a little bit more is because this movie did such a good job and you felt so 
like a million bucks leaving this movie. It's what and, Superman and, and, should have been. And at the end, at the end, leaving that theater, I said, "I and I like Man of Steel. I really do. I I love to see a Superman movie that took itself a little more seriously. I I liked that there wasn't so much cheese on top of it, but I also know this movie made me feel how a Superman movie should make me feel. And I'm bummed that it's not Superman that I was that happy about. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, really happy for Shazam. I'm like, screw you. But it's just, you know, so like maybe it's a little bit of jealousy because it's like there's the other character. This is the one they got 100% right. Yeah. And the other guy they had the right actor for and just nothing to do with him. And yeah. So if anything, that last scene just gave me hope that when when I saw the Henry Cavill suit, like, okay, if they're going to keep this in with what's going on, maybe they can do a course correction. There was a lot of rumors really that he was going to be in it, though, and obviously it turned out to not be true, and I just, I wish that would have been the case. I would have loved to see Henry Cavill well, show up at, at some point. Yeah, you're right. You know, this this was kind of like what The Incredibles does for the Fantastic Four. Yeah. We're like, no, a Fantastic Four movie can work because it's called The Incredibles yeah. and it's perfect. I should feel like that leaving Fantastic Four, not leaving The Incredibles. Right. Yeah, and well, I even told my wife as we left Shazam, I'm like see they can make a good superman movie <laughs> like because that because he ultimately has the same powers you know he has the same power he's, set. he's the magic version of Superman, right yeah. um you know but but i mean you have this character that's so that's so powerful which is a lot of people's complaints like well how do you you know how do you compare and how do, how do you make him uh, relatable enough mm-hmm. and like well they they just did it yeah. with a character at the same people, that people like the that don't level. people like that don't read enough it's, when people bring that argument up I, I almost like leave the conversation especially when it's like like i don't like superman because he's not relatable he's too i'm like hey you, you don't read superman i know you don't because if you did you know there's good superman stories out there that make him identifiable and like not just saying that for right. just that character like people that use that argument haven't looked into it enough to know because it's like it can't be done if you're a good writer. Like if, right. if you have a good writer, you can do it and make it work. A character doesn't last eighty years to be being boring. Right. So right. like Superman hasn't lasted since the thirties because he's not identifiable or relatable. So Yeah, well and this and this movie like proves that you can have a character that is as powerful as they are and still make it good. Certainly and, and relatable and make you feel things inside. You could argue that Marvel proved it with Thor. Thor's an insanely powerful character, but you've never felt that watching his movies because they're, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the Thor movies, but they're good. Um, I do, I did like Ragnarok quite a bit, but the first two Thor movies were kind of hit and miss to me. But um, anyways, my my rating is going to be a 9 out of 10. I I like it a lot. It's, it's a, I don't know if it's a perfect movie. I think Infinity War is the only one I gave a 10 to on this podcast so far, and that's the bar, I guess, so. Really I, over Winter Soldier? I mean, I know no, you didn't no, do we that. Didn't grade that. We didn't grade that. Yeah, I was going to say Winter Soldier. Like, the, the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have given Captain Marvel a ten too. I can't remember. But that's you also did. Because, I okay. I, 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 now that it's sad, if I if I had to do it again, it's probably like a nine. Like I love that character a lot. Captain Marvel is probably a nine out of ten. Like I'd Infinity War. Had I been how here. dare you change your rating? Infinity you have to stick with your rating forever. Is the bar? We'll see if Endgame hits that bar. I have a lot of faith in it. I'm pretty sure it will. What were you saying? Yeah. So I I saw a tweet from the the dude who edit who was the editor for Doctor Strange and he said that he was talking to Joe Russo in the hall and Russo kind of gave him a rundown of what was going on with mm-hmm. uh 
Um, this was before the movie came out. So this was at the time of Doctor Strange. And I guess Russo basically said, yeah, this is our plan, for, plan for Infinity War. For, for Infinity War and Endgame. Okay. And he said, well, if you can pull off the first one, the second one's going to be amazing. Well, then they've, they've already got through the... There may All have right. been an, uh, an expletive added into that statement <laughs> that I omitted. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Anything else on Shazam before we move into Weekly Picks? Yeah. Uh, my oh, last shoot. thing on Shazam... If you like this movie, and I actually read something this week, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> if you like this movie, please go read the current Shazam series. There are only four issues in, and it's really good, and it really captures that family feel that this movie. Has. And there's no solicit for a trade for that yet, and there are four but, issues in. There should really? be a solicit at this point for it, and there yeah, is not. Well, uh oh, that's never a good thing, especially I'm with worried. DC. Yeah, well, I mean, uh-oh. they said, well, maybe they'll do. I don't know. Maybe they're going to do thicker trades. I don't know. Maybe. It might be know. a seven. Could be a seven issue arc. Maybe. Could I don't be. know. We'll see. Let's hope. Yeah, I mean, that's trade, never a good sign. Because oh, I got excited when we were talking about it last time, and I'm like, I'm going to go because the trade. If you're there on issue four at this point, the trade they've trades got to be solicited on the site, and there was there's no, there's nothing. Hmm. I'm like mm. that is interesting. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Not anyway, a good thing. Mary, do you have a weekly pick this week? Yeah, I'm going to pick the OA because I really liked it. Um, it, I don't think it's for everyone, but... Is it the sequel to the OC or the prequel to no. the OC? <laughs> no, it's the second season of the California. OA. <laughs> Part two of the OA. OC uh, changed lives. <laughs> <laughs> we grew, we cried. <laughs> Uh, the part part one when I watched it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this was all right." Until it got to a certain point where some things were starting to ramp up, uh, and then and then it ended, and I was like, "But I need I need more." Like it left you with a cliffhanger, and season two did the same thing. It's kind of very slow going, and you're trying to like put puzzle pieces together. It's very out there too. It's like time not not time travel, like dimension traveling i'm um, trying to travel to different dimensions you might like it kylie uh i would say that give it a, give it a try just know you're you have to put pieces together of things and it's pretty slow going in the beginning and then it ramps up last few episodes and then it leaves you with a cliffhanger again and now i need a season kylie three likes to be mentally it, it makes me want to watch altered carbon again have you watched that yet i started watching oh it i didn't finish the first episode. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the, what, you have to get a few episodes in before you really start piecing this world together, and then gotcha. you're like, oh, okay. yeah, it's kind of the same thing with the OA. You got to piece it together because it like the first part is about um, the main character. Her name is Prairie, and she was kidnapped. Well, she was yeah, she was kidnapped. That's what you call it, even though she was an adult and was gone for seven years. And she's basically telling her story of what happened and how she got out. Hmm. So, I guess yeah. What? Also, I was just trying to think. I was like, "Is there a term for an adult? Like, it's just taken? Like, taken? Uh, taken. I guess kidnap sounds better." <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McCord, do you have a a pick for the lovely listeners out there this week? Yeah, how spoilery do we get? As much as you want to, but obviously, if it's a weekly pick, it's probably something you're recommending. So I would, yeah. I probably wouldn't want to spoil it for someone if you're telling much. them to go buy, read, or watch it. Yeah, but that I'll leave that up to you. Oh, it can be something that we watch too. It can be anything. Yeah. Oh. Mary okay. just picked a TV show. I yeah. usually do that sometimes. All right. Well, yeah. unless Shoot. it's Ice Cream Man. Well, now, now, <laughs> now I have so many. Um, <laughs> well, if you haven't watched the season premiere of Cloak and Dagger yet, go and do that. That was two awesome. episodes, right? Yeah, I saw that so on my DVR. Good. I was like, oh, this is what I'm doing this weekend. So good. Oh, my gosh. And totally not what I was anticipating. Nice. Um, but for my weekly pick, that was more of a shout out. Uh, my weekly pick is Uncanny X Men number 15. 
that came out this week. Um, it definitely changes. It definitely changes the game for the X Men right now. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the majority of the X Men are trapped in an alternate reality, and Cyclops and a handful of very um, uh, not disoriented, uh, disconnected, like hodgepodge group of stragglers is all that's basically left of of the X Men led by Logan and Cyclops. Uh, they find out that um, in the last few issues, we have found out that Hope Summers is leading the Mutant Liberation Front and has been setting off a whole bunch of assassinations and assassination attempts on high-profile political characters, <laughs> basically claiming that everybody has failed Cable in his mission because he's dead now, and she's just kind of gone off the deep end. Young Cable's still out there, though, right? Yeah. Okay. But that's not Hope's dad. Yeah. That's gotcha. not that's not the Cable that has yet to raise Hope. Gotcha. So. Um, so she's kind of feeling, uh, abandoned on that and, um, and they have like dark beast locked up in the basement <laughs> and he's been like also experimenting on people like dark beast does, uh, three of the mutants have had the, um, the uh what you gonna call it uh the phalanx virus from warlock and beast is like i can probably take care of that for you and has been experimenting with them and steve rogers shows up and is like hey i know what you guys are doing um i can help which is like the best steve rogers moment we've had in a very long time in comics it's actually the panel that could have stopped avx altogether where he says scott i know that you know what you're doing and I know that this is a mutant matter. I can help if you want me to. <laughs> and I'm like, where was this conversation? Yeah. <laughs> like and in Avengers versus X-Men. But um oh it's the it's definitely a game changer for the direction of the X-Men, uh, especially for Cyclops. And I think there's something going on with Dark Beast that hasn't been quite yet revealed there's yet. There's always something going on with Dark Beast. I know. I know. And they have, and now like the X-Men have a ton of super powered mutants imprisoned in like the basement of a bar, which can't be good. <laughs> so, so, I mean, where, I don't know where it's going. Um, there was, there was one incident that I don't know how I feel about it where Cyclops actually does get shot. And it hits his visor and it takes out his eye. So now Cyclops only has one eye. So, he so is. now he is a Cyclops. Cyclops. I don't know how I feel about that. That's a little on the nose. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's a little low-hanging fruit. Yeah, but, 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 but knowing uh, Rosenberg, who writes it, uh, it's being drawn by Salvador LaRocca. And he's just been crushing it. Very good. Uh, I know that there's something more going on than what's on the surface. And you can kind of feel it bubbling up. And I know it's going to be a new direction for the X-Men. Yes. Kylie? Um, last week, season three of Santa Clarita Diet came out. And it's awesome. So check that out. It's got my man crush, Timothy Oliphant, in it. So is it a Netflix show? <laughs> yes, Netflix. Okay. Um, there's... Uh, for those in the know, Nathan Fillion had a role in the first season, but he gets killed off pretty quick. Like, I think the first or second episode, <laughs> he gets killed off. First season, come <laughs> on. Um, but in second season, something's happening where they buried his body, and they're going to be building a subdivision over there. And they're like, crap, that's where we buried him. We need to go get rid of the body. Mm-hmm. So in season two, they go to dig him up and find out that because he was killed by Drew Barrymore's character, who's a zombie, he has been alive this whole time as a zombie. Mm. But, I mean, they chopped him up, so he's just a head. 
And so they take him back to season two. They take him back to their house and they keep him in the basement in a vase. His head's mm-hmm. just kind of sitting in the vase. And Nathan Fillion has a much bigger role in season two. Season three rolls around and Nathan, Nathan Fillion now has he's doing the rookie over ABC or whatever. And they uh, they they have a um, a serum that will stop. It won't cure you of your zombieism, but it will kind of stop you where you're at. So you won't deteriorate and you'll just kind of stay where you're at, but you'll still be a zombie. But all this crap has gone on and they forgot to go give it to the head down in the basement. So they go down there and like the head is just, I mean, some of the throat has fallen out into the vase and it's really starting to look nasty. I mean, it's starting to deteriorate because Nathan Fillion couldn't come back. Yeah. But the person they got to replace him, it was amazing. They got Alan Tudyk to come in and replace Nathan Fillion (laughs) for the role and it was awesome. Amazing. Um, So... I have very much been in love with the current uh, Doom Patrol series on the DC Universe. Um, it's one of the most inventive, co- not even just comic books, but just TV shows I've maybe ever seen. Um, so I, I had read the Morrison stuff before, but watching this show has made me want to go back and read all of that, which is awesome because if you have the DC Universe subscription, it's all there you know, to read it all, hmm. his whole run. And... I have much more appreciation for it now. I don't know if it's just maybe like my taste or my my ability to see things in comics where they were then to now. That that run on Doom Patrol from Grant Morrison in the late 80s, man, is really, really packed full of like a lot of interesting stuff narratively that he's doing. And it's it's a young Grant Morrison that's hungry still. You know what I mean? It's when he was still really breaking in. And I mean, he kind of, um, you know what's the word like cut his teeth on that book mm-hmm. and like that's pre-arkham asylum pre you know any of that shit so uh man that that's a really good fucking comic like it's not breaking news i know a lot of people like have celebrated it but like i really have an appreciation for that comic man going back and like especially watching the show you realize how much they're pulling from that there's certain episodes that you watch like oh this is just episodes or like issues 30 to 32 of morrison's run like in this hour of tv like they're just adapting it almost frame for frame. Like, nice. and it, there's a lot of stuff. It's just like, so Morrison's Doom Patrol run is, is my pick this week. There's an omnibus of it. If anybody wants to own it, or if you have comiXology or the DC universe uh, app on your phone, you can read it for nothing or at least read it with your subscription there. But uh, yeah, some really, really good stuff. So time flies almost as fast as Mercury in this podcast. It's <laughs> a, almost over. Next week, we'll be back here with our next creator-focused episode on David Finch, which is going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for that. I think McCord's going to come join us for that one again. Yeah, probably. Awesome, love. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also put a poll up this evening on mm. Facebook. So everybody, Ooh. please, uh, <laughs> everyone, please go to... If you're not following us on Facebook already, please do. Um, go to facebook.com slash FOC podcast and vote for secret of the U. We put up a poll for our next. Was it that bad? We knew we wanted to do, uh, <laughs> we knew we wanted to do Ninja Turtles. Unfortunately, there's more bad Ninja Turtles <laughs> movies than good ones. And by that, I mean, there's one good one and like four or five bad ones. What so was the good one, the first one, the, the 1991 was awesome. Oh. I, I also yeah. like, <laughs> no, I think you need to watch it again. It's actually really good. And the other underrated one is TMNT, the animated one. That one's pretty good. I don't like that one. Really? I, I think it's pretty underrated. Not, not for like, not for other reasons that I don't like the other movies because the other ones like production value is really cheesy and cool. Especially and three. Ninja three. Oh, it's so bad. Garbage fire. Yeah. But, but I don't like the TMNT because they're, oh, they're not T's. 
they're not in their teens. Like Donnie has an IT job. Like it's yeah. <laughs> I don't like turtles as adults. Okay, that's fair. I love the yeah, animation that, that, in that movie. I think it holds up really, really well for something that was CG animated oh, in 2007. Sure. It still looks fight, really good. The fight scene between Leo and Raph is in phenomenal. The oh, yeah, it's amazing. Um, but anyway, so we put up a poll for our next Was It That Bad? We're either going to do Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, or the 2014 Michael Bay produced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the first one. So please go vote on that and let us know. That'll probably be about a month from now. So you got... Uh, time to get as many votes in as we can and I'd love to uh, see this thing come down to the wire and figure out which movie we're going to suffer through. This so. is I usually vote on our things but this is one where I'm like I don't ca- I don't care so <laughs> I'm not going to vote. We'll see we'll see where it ends up. Cuz you haven't seen 2014 turtles no i think i've only seen the first two because i think i asked you guys what was vanilla ice and it was the second one so i know i've seen that and i know i've seen the the first one so i've seen those first two and i haven't seen anything after the 2014 turtles is pretty bad i liked Um, it i liked it (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's got megan fox in it it can't be that bad right (laughs) they take she's the worst part of that yeah i was i like that movie i did not like they take the foot clan this this group of people that's supposed to be like a ninja organization and turn them into terrorists basically they all have machine guns and stuff and they take the shredder and turn them into like a robot like they give them like a mech see it's really dumb until the second one where they're totally like we're just gonna forget this first one happened (laughs) (laughs) and and now shredder's really the guy behind the scenes who does have a secret ninja organization the second one got me back in with rock city and bebop man after that first one i was like screw it i don't even want to see another one of these i and do then, remember seeing the second one like we're giving you rock steady and bebop i was like yeah. and i thought wow they actually look pretty good and, and a turtle van that shoots manhole covers i was so yeah. excited really? for that. yeah oh my god yeah it's called the shell razor <laughs> yeah uncultured swine <laughs> yeah yeah it's it called was, the shell razor the the second michael bay turtles movie is like everything i ever wanted a ninja turtles movie to be when i was like eight years old <laughs> it was it was such a wonderful mess. so go vote on that and let us know <laughs> other than that i think that about does it for us here make sure you guys go check out the nerd dome podcast which is the other podcast kylie's on mccord has also been on make sure you're checking out mccord's movie which is where on facebook mccord um uh, rockwell god and guns on facebook movie mccord's working on so check out some updates that are coming up there make sure you guys are following us everywhere as well which is foc underscore podcast on twitter and instagram and just fortunes of comic dude podcast on facebook we're always putting up updates of what we're going to be doing in coming weeks there so if you're you know interested in any of that stuff and funny memes that mary finds make sure you guys are following <laughs> yep. us there <laughs> so until next time my name is tyler i'm mary i'm mccord i'm kylie shazam billy good.